clean. In studio, in studio. No <laughs> All right, welcome. We are live. Welcome to Skull Island. It is uh, week fourteen for us, episode fourteen. We're, so we're fourteen. We're, we're, nice. Yeah, fourteen weeks in. Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. Trapping How's everybody doing? Toddlers today? now. We're toddlers <laughs> now. Right. Three and a half months, starting to to stumble around, crawling on our belly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we've already fallen out of the out of the um, playpen a couple times, and now we're trying to crawl. Right. Right. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. Standing by go. this time. Yeah, oh, fell out, or did we crawl over that motherfucker? Because I used to escape that son of a bitch all the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, I mean that's all. That's what we all do. As soon as you start standing up in there and you get your legs under you, which doesn't take long, then oh, you yeah. start trying to get up and over, and you know that's what happens, man. And the first time we fall out, we get hit the ground. Bah! That's it. We're and back then we jail. realize it, it didn't hurt <laughs> yeah. that bad, and so we tried again. Yep. Right. Yeah, and then we learned to be quiet, right? And thank you, Ariel. That was the only one that noticed that I that I shaved my sideburns off and just went with the goatee and <laughs> she actually made the comment well look at that very dapper looking thank you dapper dan i thought <laughs> it was a, a smaller face <laughs> uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't noticed <laughs> i hadn't mentioned right? i was trying to figure it out before i actually mentioned it um yeah, yeah cool so yeah it's just it's starting to get warm and you know i'm like wow okay this the, i gotta at least make take off the sides because that's real hot and sweating so much cooler right i didn't take my hair off yet but starting to get a ponytail back here but we'll see what happens with that and maybe i'll cut it off or just keep it and grow it long i wish i had enough hair that I could do what aaron does but i don't have enough hair on the top to do that what hair losing it going bald <laughs> no mine's not getting i used to be able to grow it down to my like close to my ass but yeah it, didn't, it doesn't happen anymore. yeah things change don't they when you get older yeah, they, just, that things mine, do change my hair used to be much I just, I just got an afro. you know yeah right you should grow it, man. I want to see the fro, dude. <laughs> right? I'd love to see the it with Latin big hair. Fro, Mike, I'd love to see you with big hair, brother. Um, well, I'm, it's been a month since I cut my hair, so I was uh, debating whether or not I wore a hat tonight. And, because and I, yeah, thank you, Ariel. It, it does make me look younger. When, when I, well, you saw pictures of me. If I take all the hair off my face, I look oh, like yeah, a, you, a 40, if that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As long as you, you keep the hat on, yeah, you'll look like 35 and shit. Uh, yeah, because then you know you can see my receding. Let me dip down here a little bit. <laughs> and, and then they say, oh, well, hi, Grandpa. You're like 63, right? Yeah, right. Especially when I had the sideburns. Well, even having the mustache, people think just having the mustache, people, it makes me look 10, 15, even 20 years older than I am. Seriously? So that's why for a while I went without the mustache and just had the, the beard on my chin. Uh, and then everybody thought I dyed my hair gray and they thought I was much younger. Yeah, because uh, it was the Metallica style, right? You were just right. rocking out the, the, the beard chin. Yeah, there yep, you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, happy Wednesday. Today's also Ash Wednesday Ash for those of you who are Christians and Catholics. It's also uh, the first day of Lent for them. So if you're if you're Judeo uh, Western Judeo Christian uh, minded in any, in any way, happy Lent. Today's first day of Lent. Uh, and, and, you know, that whole thing's coming. We're coming close up to Easter so the Catholics can uh, overwrite the pagan religion and make their God be born on the same day that the pagan gods were born. So they can say, look, your God is our God and it's all the same God, which in a sense, when you read the creation stories, it used to kick everybody off that the Catholics changed all their holidays. But the truth is their creation yeah. story and all the holidays, the creation stories for all the other holidays are still the same creation story. So in a sense, they may have had a little bit more uh, common sense than people want to give them credit for by trying yeah. to show everybody that all the religions were really the same. Just saying. Or maybe it was just a cycle here and a cycle there, but it was all the same cycle. Right. Maybe you need to be on the Christian cycle this time. Maybe you need to right. be on the Buddhist cycle and change to Christian cycle. I mean, or the other way, be these on the cycles cycle, keep repeating the themselves. Cycle. Right. So do we. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's really well, and that you know that happens. That that's what happens. I, I like that you said that, Aaron, because that happens. It happened to me, right? I grew up Christian, <clears throat> Catholic. My father said, "Learn other religions. Don't just do this because it was your family that, that did this." Right. And I took that to heart and I did exactly that. And because of that, it led me down the path of many, all by now, uh, every yeah. religion and every philosophical thought that I could find on the planet, yeah. even the ancient ones that didn't exist anymore. So, Plato, and, and you need all of those to balance out the real picture of what's going on. So I like that Aaron just just pushed that out there for you guys to think about because they are kind of their own little circle. So it's their own little cycle of what's going on. But they are so similar that, mm -hmm. that the semantics are the only difference between they're them. Similar, they're similar. Flavor. Deeper it's flavor, right? Yeah. right? We need right. flavor in life, and that's really what it yes. is. It's yeah. flavor. What's it's flavor. It's, uh, it's different culture. religions yeah. will focus you yeah. on a different uh, a, a portion. Like when you get to the Eastern philosophical slots of Buddhism and Taoism and Taoism, they're pushing you inward, right? They're mm -hmm. pushing you inward more than the Western uh, Judeo-Christian yeah. uh, religions are, right? They've yeah. always been wait for the Savior. He's coming. Wait for the Savior. He's coming. Mm -hmm. and, and Jesus, when he was here, was pushing you inward. The same way the the Eastern philosophical um, thought. Was. It's not really wait right. for for somebody else. To, yeah, he's coming in the end, and and in the end is is when you die. Period. So there are lots of people right. who are just just waiting there because time doesn't exist at that point. And so to them, they will wake up an instant afterwards, uh, and they'll be in the same place that we are three thousand years later. You know, in right. the same line, mm -hmm. uh, waiting to see a mirror of our own lives and sit down. Come here, son. Let's see what you did. Um, exactly. that's at the end. We, we have an objective and a purpose while we're here to actually make yeah. heaven on yeah. earth. Yes. And how yeah, we make I heaven agree. on earth, we, we have to be that seed and, and that place to where we come from peace and we come from love yeah. and we spread that out to others. We contaminate, we infect this evil and corrupt and destructive and hateful and fearful world. We infect it with our love and our mercy and our compassion, our That's right. and our That's empathy, right. and we yep. spread that uh -huh. out to, to others, Amen. and we help others, and, and we create our little gardens in the middle of all the fucking chaos. You know, yeah. the world might be burning down and everything else. You can't do anything about That's it. That's right. We're all, I'm sure we're all like melding right now because, yeah, right. sorry. 
No, no but I just feel like our, our brains are on the same page, dude, because we're yeah. not because we talked about it. I mean, we did talk about, you know, kind of roughly. Yeah, we 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 started the show. We all hyped. Yeah, an That's hour ago, Mike said, what's the topic? And I was like, yeah, what's the topic? So, anyway, yeah. so Aaron's right. We didn't, we didn't really sit back and go, hey, this is what we want to coordinate. We all just kind of right. went, um, you know, how about this? And Aaron said, how about that? And I said, okay, I'm cool with that. And, and then yeah. here we are. So we didn't plan this, which is weird, because we didn't plan it. And we, so and we it sounds like our conversation sounds like we have planned it before we even came yeah. here. Yeah. The, the, the existence and the resonance that you recognize from the very beginning uh, is what yeah. basically this this is all pre-planned anyway, isn't that all Cycle, times right? that happen been here before, man, time? in some way, in some other place? Now, see, the thing is that my my big kind of waking up moment was when my dad took me to the pyramids there in Mexico. So you know, my my childhood and everything was in Oklahoma, Lutheran farmer, you know, small town, that sort of thing. Uh, but my dad's from Mexico City, and so he wanted me to know as much about my culture as possible. And a big part of Mexican culture is the pre-Columbian culture, the cultures yeah. that were there before the Europeans showed up. So we got yes. the pyramids and we got the Paleolithic Museum there in Mexico City, which is absolutely fantastic. And while they were digging for a, a subway line, they found another fucking pyramid. You know, while they were doing the subway line, you know, the entire city was built on top of the pyramids yep. that were there before. Now, wait, uh, what, what city was this in? Mexico City. Uh, that's what I thought. Okay, I just wanted to, because uh, I for um, half a second there, I wasn't paying attention. I went, wait a minute, is he talking about Mexico City? I need a clarification. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but before that, because that was in the 80s, whenever they found out yeah. they were after deep and deeper, digging deeper and deeper uh, subway lines. Um we had already visited Tulum and Chichen Itza and, and, and all the things down in the Yucatan Peninsula and everything else. And so you get up close. And I actually, back in, in the late 70s, early 80s, I was actually able to get down into the tombs and you see how small those caverns and those places are. And you see the, the writings on the wall and it's still there. Uh, and you get to that tomb at the end and then you see the sarcophagus and everything else and all the, the drawings and everything else is on the wall. And you've got a guy that's sort of telling you and, and explaining what the little runes mean and, and how they develop the numbers and everything else. Most people are just looking at go, oh, take a picture, take a picture, show everybody else. Oh, this is yeah. a really good place. And they don't pay attention right. to where they're at. They're right. paying attention to, wow, we're in this event and this is so fucking cool. When I'm in something, I actually am there. I mean, people really hate it because we go to these museums and I sit there reading the panels. They're going, we saw it. We're moving on. Yeah, I saw it. I want to understand. Right, you want to find out. Right. The history behind it. So going to right. Luluca, going to Dorsai, going to all these places and actually reading about and sitting down and contemplating and, and everything else, what they were going through was, was a whole different reality. And so that started with the Mayans because it was yeah. so fucking different from everything that, you know, 70s early 80s america you know flyover country you know what, what's the the base mentality you know oh the mayans would would sacrifice uh, the the aztecs would sacrifice virgins and that's the only thing that that society you what know, society hasn't done that we, we, we right. gotta hate them because they right. had sacrifices fuck them they're inferior they didn't have the same shit we did fuck you um and that's extremely short-sighted and temporally minded because the reality that we're in today who's to say that you know i was reading about atlantis when i was seven eight years old that was my curiosity right yeah. they had flying vehicles they everything was on electricity they had all their information on crystals and their civilization was advanced as fuck which makes ours pale in comparison oh yeah but that's stone agent bullshit 
We think it's Stone Age because that's what we've been fucking taught. And we think this right. evolutionary progressive cycle is, is unidirectional. No, you can go backwards too. Like, you know, Einstein said, yeah. the fourth world war is going to be fought with sticks and stones. Right. Because the third world war sends your ass back to the Stone Ages. Yeah, I remember you said that. You, well, I don't know here. how they're going to fight the Third World War, but the Fourth World War is going to be fought with sticks and stones. Well, and that would be the reset that they're trying to, you know, put into place now. Well, they that's want why to they're destroy pushing the this whole fucking world thing. They economy. Want that total destruction. Yeah, they want total Everybody's destruction. Goes, yeah, he'll yeah. save me. Yeah. Some UFO coming down from the sky. But really, there is no end. Mean. There's right. just cause and effect, right. cycles, and cycles. Yep. Whether it's on this planet. Or it's in this universe, or it's well, then, yeah, it's all the same. Other then, then have it where you go. Yeah, it's that it experience wasn't that all terrible in, in Greek mythology about the guy who was punished by the gods and he had to push a, a stone up a, a wall, and his energy would would he would just get exhausted by the time he was almost at the end, could never do it, and then he'd go up the other side and, and try and do it, and he was literally the entire time trying to do the same thing and never getting out of the same rut. And that's yeah. what we need to, to talk about. It's those spirals that I usually mention. Those can be the places where we lose ourselves and, and do not continue our journey forward. They're the things that we end up focusing on because they're they're comfortable, because we like them, because we want to stay in that moment as long as possible. And we stop the, the journey and the growth for the ultimate destiny that we're supposed to look for. I mean, fuck, look at me. I loved my teenage years. I missed my childhood. And so I've been living my teenage years for 35 fucking years. Um, Goddamn time to grow the fuck up. Uh, but I don't want to. He, everybody's yeah. got their own things about that. And but the journey, we, we can't have four, five, six lives to figure something out if we can identify the spirals in this one. Now, my big problem is how the fuck do you get out of the spiral? Well, it's not. I don't well, see. Well, it's, it's not getting out of the spiral. Yeah, yeah. It's not getting out of it because you're in, you're in a spiral. But what you have to realize is that the spiral goes in both directions, but they all go back to the center, to the one. So yes. the truth is, it doesn't matter which path you take. One will take you longer to get there, which is the negative path, and yeah. the other one, which is a positive path, will take you a quicker place to get there. It won't take as much time, but it's still going to take almost the exact same amount of time because if you get stuck in this place and it's not, it's not that you're caught in the spiral. It's more that you're caught in the fractals, which is the opposite side of well, the spiral. Can, there's there's negative spirals. Well, spirals there's, there's just spirals and backwards spirals. I would call them. Well, what you're talking about is a negative loop. You're talking about a loop that just keeps a going. In the same direction. People yeah, get into like, these loops and they never get off right. of that and that's, onto well, that. And that's, that's mindset at, and that's, perception. That's them not yeah. jumping past yeah. it. And that's a self-destructive uh, mentality right. that many people have. And so we have right. many of these branches that go well, off. And, and, and what go, happens uh, there boom, is boom, once boom, once the pendulum swings boom. and everybody is pulled really, really far away from the light, you can't help but go in a circle. That's what their intention was this whole time. Yeah was to, to make us uh, godless so that we would not have any faith and wouldn't have any hope. And then all the religions are teaching you, you have no faith and no hope. Right. Uh, and then, you know, even aliens coming down in 1947 yeah. is telling you you have no faith and you have no hope. So you're going to just stay there in that cycle until, until the cycle is over because it can no longer sustain itself. And that was the, that was the parable with the, the rock trying to go up either side is that if you don't have any faith, you'll never get the rock up the side because you believe every time that you're not going to be able and you can't do it. 
and then you go back down the other side hoping to get a run at it, and you go up the other side, but you never get past the same point. And the reason for that is because you have no faith. You have no God in you. If you if you then turn back to God, you realize that the rock is only a pebble and that you were the rock and you were the problem. Do you understand? Yeah. So so you have to get out of your own way. There again, that's the is reality holding yeah. you back. That again. mindset and that perception. It's, it's We've been promising that for what, six yeah. months, Leo? I, yeah, well, it's okay well, because we still have some more time before right. the end of this cycle. Uh, at However, the end of before year, that, we've right? already got one. I want to read something to you guys. I want to read something to everybody that pertains. When you're ready, uh, go ahead and finish, Mike. Aaron, Aaron, you He's gotta a put quick up commercial. the uh, sacred awakening on oh. March 19th for us. Yes. There you I go. We're all, doing that. We're all putting it together. Exactly. Yeah, check it out. Um, it's only thirty-three dollars. That's, I mean, for a day retreat online and a lot of all the knowledge you're going to learn from all the research and all the we put in it, and the experience we put in it. I mean, you can hear Mike. He's been around the world. He's experienced a lot of different cultures, a lot of different places. I'm sure he has a wide, from what I've already heard, from what I, you know, what I've known of him already in the last three months, he has a wide range of information and, and knowledge that, that he'll share. And so does Leo and so does Leanne. Uh, Leanne right. Curtis and so does... And then they froze. A power-packed panel uh, that <laughs> yeah. will be there. To, right. It'll to be all, all of us plus Leanne will be there, Leanne Curtis. Uh, we'll be exactly. there. Um, you guys should, uh, you know, get your tickets now because they're they're on sale, uh, and it's a, a you know a, I don't know how many hours we're going to go in that day, but it's a single day event. It's not going to be too overly long. We're not going to go 12, 14, 16 hour marathon or anything crazy like that. Yeah, right. um, it's interactive. Yeah, you, you tell us. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's interactive. You guys need to know that. And yeah. we can yes. you know and help you specifically instead somewhat, of just the generalities like that we have to keep things to normal. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. Oh, so no problem. I just to wanted to read. We were talking about yeah. cycles. And this yeah, yeah. is my favorite. It's my favorite. One of my favorite cards. Anyway, um, and maybe you can find it and show them. I just wanted to read a little bit about it. Wait, the hold on, wheel. Aaron. Aaron put that picture okay. back up on the screen again. I'm going to put you on full screen so people. She's going to find the bigger Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Let me know when you're ready, and I'll put you guys on full screen. What's the name of the Chihuahua? That, that is, one, that was Winnie. And then that's blue. And... That's a go. nice image. Yeah. All right. That looks like a hinge, right? Like like Stonehenge, but not quite as yeah, another no, hinge of the version. Just, but you also, that's those are creation circles in South Africa as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Michael Tellinger discovered, you know, where he believes Adam and Eve were actually created uh, through, you know, Michael Tellinger is a whole other reality y'all have to be able to get into eventually. But um, basically what he was hypothesizing is yeah, that's good. Stones. That's a beautiful image as well. And they, they have resonant stones to where they end up resonating and building off each other. And you end up creating this wave feedback loop that just creates this beam of energy that they can harness and, and use for other things. At least that was the ancient version of what we call zero point today. We're just trying to get to it from a different perspective. But, right. Uh, so Ariel Ariel asked the question, who's Leanne? Leanne Curtis right. is an actress or was an actress. But she's also very, very knowledgeable, very, very awake. Uh, and she was in, an like, uh, what was it, um, 16 Candles? Is that what it was? Or Pretty in Pink? One of those. Yeah. Right? Uh, 
16 candles. Yeah. She was in 16 candles. So you guys uh, don't realize that she's been in like most of the girl chicks, chick flicks that have been around that have been empowering women for the last 25 years. She's been a part of almost every one of those. And you guys just don't know, yeah. like, you know, because the, the main character was so much larger than life. Uh, you know, hold she on, was the on. sidekick in every movie. Right? Yeah, hold on. But um, no, she wasn't in Pretty in Pink. What was the other one? Leanne Rhymes. 16 Candles. I think I remember that from back in the day when I was watching those movies. I recognize that name. I didn't. No, Leanne Rhymes is a country western star. No, her name okay. is Leanne Curtis. Yeah. Curtis, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, um yeah. sorry you guys Mine can google fun. or just google uh look her up look up uh you know if you go to the imbd or whatever where they have all the movie stars and actors just type in leanne curtis and uh she'll come up uh, but she's doing uh, she's so doing uh, uh sacred geometry she freehand draws sacred geometry and it looks like a computer freaking program did it and she and she does a freehand that's how good she is and she's going to be doing that and showing people <laughs> Uh, techniques of that uh, and talking about sacred geometry uh, on the uh, on the solstice at the at the uh, at the retreat. Yeah, the, the sacred geometry will flow once you understand it because it's yeah. not that difficult or complicated. You know, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's a closed fun. loop. <laughs> exactly. You just have to it's, understand it's, the science behind yeah. it or the, or the mathematics behind it. I've been trying to explain it to people for years, uh, even going back to Tellinger, who you talked about, who was getting onto it. And I was trying to explain to him the three, six, nine, and then going past that, he got it because he actually got the as above, so below thing to where science actually proved there is freaking energy that is the as above energy that's out there. And mm. that there's an energy field that is yeah. at the as below energy. So they tangibly well. found it and know that it's real. So all these all these religions going all over the world talking about the energy of as above, below, and, and as below, you know, or so above, so as below. It's supposed to be as below, so above, by the way. Even in the in the Christian Bible, it's said that way. It's backwards. So they so it's been there and people have known about it and for forever and they're starting to figure out all these spirals that the Irish put everywhere and that the Africans put everywhere and that the you know that the uh, Aborigines in Australia all of this stuff is that sacred geometry and we're like wow these people were we thought were cavemen wearing animal pelts barely yeah. able to speak to one another knew more about spirituality than we do today all right so Aaron you didn't get to read what you were wanting to read please read what you I know I've had some network <laughs> issues okay so. We were talking about cycles and how, you know, you yeah. were talking about spirals, which are like the death spirals. I know what you're talking about, but this is what, yeah, this is a depiction. Hold on. Move it over, move it over to the other over. side. It was better in the center. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Hold on. I'm going to put you in full screen again. Right there. was There, there you go. go. Nice. Men will circle around you as you step within its sacred space and feel part of the connect, continue, uh, continuation of life. Life is a circle. What goes around comes around. When you can accept this, you are more able to learn from each situation you encounter and can move forward. Allow Medicine Wheel to cement your personal philosophy and beliefs as you offer it your prayers and intentions. Medicine Wheel gives you access to the energies of the four cardinal directions, the spirits of the land, crystals, stones, and anything else you wish to place within it. Imagine piece of land that is sacred to you and picture yourself building a personal medicine wheel on it or you may wish to build one for real your wheel reflects your strengths and weaknesses as well as what you need to learn and gain 
It is a shamanic map representing your life, a, a circle of awareness, and a wheel of the year. When you walk within the wheel, your direction will align with your great powers of spirit. Continue balanced as a part of your circle of life. Medicine Wheel speaks. Build on mountains, land or mound, continuing to come around. Life's a circle, walk the wheel, connect with spirit, learn and heal. So that's the cycle that I that's see. That's just beautiful. Nice. I like that. What people don't realize is when you when you're stuck in that. Let's go back to what Mike was talking about. When you're stuck in that that spiral that is just a continuation, and you're like a broken record, and people get caught like that. And the problem is that everybody got caught like that. We just didn't realize what was happening. So we like to we like to judge other people, and we look and we see somebody who maybe as an alcoholic or a drug addict or a criminal, and we want to judge them and say, "Oh, at least I'm not that." Those people are just pathetic. They're just bad for themselves, and they're gonna. But you don't realize you're doing the same thing. You're just not doing it the way they are, and that's yeah. that's the 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 whole judge not lest you be judged thing. Cast you know he let he who is without sin cast the first stone. All of that right. stuff, you have to realize that that person is you. It's a reflection of you. That person's stuck because you're stuck. If you weren't yeah. stuck, you would have already realized that they're stuck with the seconds you saw them when you were a, a child. But it took you to get where you are in your development now to start looking at other people and going, well, my life's not that bad. Well, it's not, but it right. is. It's still the same. You're still you're still stuck. We all are stuck in the beginning. And this is the cause and the effect that we're talking about here with the with the name is that everything was designed and we tell you, we tell you this over and over and over and but it, it, everybody needs this because I needed it to be told to me over and over and over right in my face yeah. for 54 years before I went what oh oh there it is over <laughs> right? and over again yeah and so so I don't I don't it doesn't bother me that I have to talk in circles every time I'm on the air because it's it is very important that everybody hear it and actually hear it yeah. not just whenever, listen to it but actually right, right. hear it uh, so Whenever you're talking in circles, you're also covering different aspects that people can actually perceive it in. And right. One of the things because you're at a different level books, of vibration each time you do it. One thing right. that irritated me about books whenever I was reading them is because the author would repeat the same thing in three or four different formats. And I'm like, I got it the first time. You got it the just, first time. Why are you, they you're, doing you're this? Just, yeah. You're just, you know, <laughs> you're trying to cover those. those yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's expanding that cycle, expanding that circle, right? But what I didn't not understand back then is that not everybody is like me. They he all those right. different right. versions of that. Somebody wouldn't understand the first one. Maybe right. they'd get the second one. The third time they mentioned it, they're like, oh, wait, I think I got that. You know, in the fourth one, we get somebody else who hadn't seen it, and, and there were different perspectives. And so I hadn't yep. uh, understood because I got all four of them. Right? Yep. And so I'm like, God, you're just repeating yourself. This is, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Metaphor. No, um, uh Clickbait. You know, they just want to well, sell it is, more it pages. Is quick, but it's but it's a parable that Jesus spoke that way. If you look at anyone in in history that True. was a good orator of any kind, or or when they were opining, right? So if they were speaking or writing, you'll you'll see that they do that. They talk in parables, and the reason for that is they understand that what Mike's talking about here. They understand that people, and Aaron said this: every single person hears and perceives yeah. things differently. And that's what Mike was explaining to you right now, how the different vibration or the different way that that was being told to you, you may not get it all. Some people may not get that at all until there's yeah. one that they resonate with. And then it clicks usually right. and they go, oh, wait, that was what he was saying in that other one, too. huh? Oh, OK. And then they're like, well, why did he do that? Well, for you to get 
caught in there somehow and get the message to you. Right. And if it doesn't resonate with you there, uh, then you're not ready for whatever that vibrational no, level geez, is that person was using. will vibrate with you at certain yeah. times in your life. And when I say yes. life, we're eternal. Right. We don't just go, okay, we're in heaven. Yeah. We're done. We're yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, like, that's yeah. like retiring, right? Like who the fuck wants to really retire? Like what are you going to do when right, you retire? Right. Like you're going to want to do something, right? You're not just going to want to wilt away and die. Right. And I mean, I don't want to, I don't like to use that example, but really there's so many other layers and layers and of, of perception yeah. and so many other keys that help you, at least me along the way. And we're all, we're all seekers. And all right. Right. We've spent a lot of time thinking and critically mm -hmm. thinking and diving into things, even some things that can bend our mind and maybe drive us to madness sometimes. Right. But we're willing to look and as we're willing to see those things and look at them again from a more expanded circle. Right. Okay. We I usually, we usually call them boxes, but let's call it a circle today. Um well, because we, the, the box is well, we have less fear and less ignorance the about things. Right, it's still the same thing. It's just the sharp edges and the same <laughs> right. spiral. Right, so it's still the same thing. That's the difference between the Fibonacci sequence the and, uh, just the feminine and the golden mean ratio. Play on yeah. it, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, it doesn't I'm matter. Square, the I'm, I'm, I'm mad in my right. we're, we're all work. trying to square the circle, or or yeah, yeah right, or circle the square. We're either trying to square the circle or circle the square. Either way, sometimes you try to put. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, see, and the, and the beauty there. of it is the progression. Here's the progression that, that Aaron was talking about and, and Mike and myself is when you're a baby, you don't know any, you don't have much wisdom because you're veiled, right? So you might right. carry some over yeah. from a previous life or, 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 you know, a past life or maybe a couple of lives ago. So that kind of adds to your personality in different ways. You've seen people that are like Aryan and they're all Japanese tattooed, right? <laughs> they love Japanese everything. Chances are they were yeah. Japanese in the, either their last life or the yeah. one before that. Okay. That's what usually what happens. They bring that culture uh, from some other planet and being like, okay, what the hell is this body I'm in now? Uh, yeah. Not even exact, you know, really having consciousness of it, but. But see, right. there's, there's something that interested me. Um, you were talking about the the portals and and you know, now that we're getting into Lent, which is the uh, forty days of of really sacrificing and, and dealing with his own uh, inner physical needs and, and desires and everything else. I mean, he was out in the fucking wilderness. He wasn't doing shit for forty days. You know, not eating, not drinking, just contemplating and meditating in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, but he was, you know, taken up to to the tallest point and said, you know, I'll give you everything. Why? It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not about control. It's about, you know, being where we are and, and doing what we can with what we have around us at this moment. Um, you know, everybody's always thinking about, oh, over there and over there and the other place and, and this guy over here and that guy over there. And it's always pointing at, at everyone else. And, and in reality... None of that really matters. I mean, it's, I don't want to get into to the, the, the Buddhism thing because I, I really am Christian, but the, the point of all of these different aspects give us a different perspective of one central truth. And that's one of the things that, that I talked about with a friend of mine back in 2000 uh, when I was doing um, ILOC, uh, Biometric Security for Computers, well, too long ago. Um, but the thing was that, that you want to get into... No, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's Go all right. Ahead. So while you're thinking about that, I can fill. So so as the progression goes, when we first start, we're we're veiled, so we don't know much. And that, of course, was when they 
when the people, you know, the powers that should not be came in and took control because that was when you were sleeping at your most vulnerable uh, before you start your awakening process. And that's when they came in and put that veil up and that second veil, which is AI, uh, which is holograms. And then that is not allowing us to break out of what Mike was talking about earlier is that cycle of destruction because you don't know that you're in a cycle of destruction because you're not waking up to it. And the only way they can do that is to pull everybody away from the light while doing so. And that's what they did. But we problem, asked to be pulled away from the light because each one right. of us wanted to know the power of our own light. Whenever right. you're there in the middle of the one, you don't know how bright you are because everything else is so damn bright. You can't see how bright you are. Right. right? But you want to know your own shining, uh, your own brightness. You want to know your own light. Right. But for that, you got to be in the middle of the absence of light to find out yes. how strong your light is. So that you can then discover your own true light and then light that light and then continue until you raise back to the one and then you'll understand. And that's what we're in the process of doing. Exactly. Right but we get thrust into the darkness so that we can see our own light. And then in the and end, that's the also us, you have to remember, that's the path Jesus took when he was crucified, sacrificed himself, went to hell, found his light broke out of hell and went to heaven. That's what we're doing. Yeah. In see, essence, he already had his thing. light when he went down there. He was lighting other lights that were still down there. Right. Uh, in order for those that would accept. Showing us the never, way. Even down there, they wouldn't accept him. Okay. And so right. that's, that's all right. But what happens is that he also told us, this is like the vine. Um, a branch cannot give fruit if it's disconnected from the vine. Right. So in the end, what we realize is that our internal light, the, the one that we're so intent on identifying and finding out what is, actually isn't ours. It comes from him because it, right. it's just coming through a different filter, which is this meat suit, which is the filter. Right. And so without the source, we have no light. And right. that's something. That and see, that's the really secret. Realize. That's the secret to the cause and the effect of what's going on right now. Everybody thinks, oh, no, we lost the AI war. We lost the, the temporal war. We're all going to die. We're going to be stuck here forever. No. And, and Mike just said why. The back door to this entire project, this entire experience, is that nothing can be done that doesn't come from the source. And those who act without the source can't do anything. Hence the, hence the, 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 uh, the term that nothing that is real can be threatened and nothing that is unreal exists. Do you the see? unreal so, can only try to influence the real so that real yes. actions are taken in this three-dimensional realm. Correct. And therein lies the biggest problem because we have three levels of energy. We have thoughts, we have speech, and we have actions. Yeah. So what happens, you, you think something, oh, whatever. It was a dream, you forget about it. That probability and that potentiality kind of ceases to exist. But you got something that you dreamed about and you wrote it down and you actually took an action. You wrote it down. So that's right. another level of, of uh, action. You actually put mm -hmm. that thought into another level, energy level. And you keep thinking about it. And every thought that you have about it, you're actually feeding energy into that yeah. probability, into that potentiality. Making right. That's three problem. plus three equals six. Eventually, you get enough energy to where you're like, I need to tell somebody about this. And you tell somebody, boom, that's second level of energy. That other somebody's going to start thinking about it if they speak and everyone else speaks then somebody's going to act and so those are the levels of energy that that you know that's why we have to be careful with the energy that we put out so make sure that everything is in the kindness love compassion uh and you know and, and ethical morality to where the energy that we're propagating naturally by existing is the best kind of energy that can be 
because we want to create heaven on earth. Correct. And that's well, a state I think of we're, mind. We're really, I realize that. It's a state of mind. It's not a place. Yeah, exactly. It's a state of mind. Exactly. Yeah. Because we I see it as yeah, place. it is. It's yeah, it's a state of mind. And it, yes. it, well, and it is yeah, it's already here. Like yeah, we have to here. be able to get all the muck out you of our head and ourselves. It and see it. It. An experience or help that. create yeah. it or help add to yeah. it. Yeah. But the programming tells us that what we have isn't enough. We right, need right. more. We need the newest. We need the baddest. We Consume. need more, more, more. Consume. And then the part of we, 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 we create, repeat right. it, and we, yeah, we I hang mean, on to those thoughts, take actions towards those ones. Sorry, go ahead, Norma. I, I didn't hear that. Repeat again. Oh, I, I was just saying. I was just kind of talking with you, agreeing with you, basically. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. He was reiterating I what you were saying. <laughs> just Thinking like I was. Thinking about cause and effect. plays a part in our everyday lives all the time. It's going. It's happening. That cause and effect of everything. Whatever some people call karma. What's yep. one of the things that I felt down here, and it took me 10 years to get out of that, because um, it was 25 years of programming uh, in the U.S. Yeah. with this, yeah. in North America, because Mexico is very similar stuff to the programming the U.S. does and, and that sort of thing. You can sense the differences, which is how I identified programming and trying to stay out of it. But even then, I wear jeans and uh, I wear Levi's jeans and, and Nike shoes because that's what my programming when I was a kid told me I wanted to have. Right. But to this day, I'm still following the fucking program. All right. However, being down here away from that allowed me to disconnect from it uh, a little bit and, and realize that there is more to life than all those things. And that's one of the things that I, I liked about this region because one of my friends told me, you know, uh, who are you? And you start explaining your, your career, your, your resume. And no, that's what you do. Who yeah. are you? That's what you do. That's not who you are. Yeah. They said, everybody's got a fucking job, but what matters is who you are in the weekend or, or in the evening when you're not working. That's who you are, who you and are that, in the dark, who you are when no one's looking. Yeah. And, and that's something that wasn't normal in us or Mexican culture. Right. Okay, that was completely different. And, and I like that perspective from a, a certain point of view, because it, it's like it, it's not what you do. What you do is a result of who you are. Yep. It's a, it should be. If it doesn't reflect reflect that, then you're going to have serious yeah, you're doing something problems wrong. and yep. and you're going to have anxiety and, and nervousness because you're not in sync with what you're doing. But that all starts with who you are. Right. Uh, and so that was a thought process. It took me a while to be able to understand and and being able to meditate in the middle of, of the forest um, uh, allows you to see things a little bit differently outside of the spectrum of the stress. And I got to get that new car and I got to get that TV and I got to get, uh, you know, a, a bigger house or I got to find out how to move and move and why to produce. Why? What are we producing? Right. I mean, the, what were the fundamental reasons behind the struggle that you're going to? Are you really producing to feed the machine and feed somebody else's profit margin? Right. Or are you working to make your life and those the life of those around you significantly better? And you can do both for those of you out there who are like, but I'm stuck in a job that I hate and I, you know, how do I get out of this? That that's the part where you sit down and you have planning to figure out what you're going to do, but that you can always, always do something to better yourself despite the job that you have or happen to be stuck in. Right. Well, I thought this was going to be the job and it didn't job. work out. Now I realize that I'm like trying to sell my soul in this job. You can still do that while you can prepare. Right. I did that when I was in retail and I was in sales and I realized even as manager that I was trying to lie to people to make money. And I'm like, I got to I can't do this. I need something else. Right. But I, I stuck with it for a while. 
And I was like, well, maybe I can make this work on my terms. And that created problems because you have different uh, management styles. And if you don't have the, the style of the evil people, they consider you weak and they try to get rid of you or stifle you or take advantage of you. So then it was you against the, the machine again. So then I said, well, how, how do I fix this? Well, I, I said, well, the first thing I have to do is take control of this uh, on my own to my own terms. What's my biggest issue right now? Well, I was working, you know, 12 hours a day, no, no weekends and holidays, nothing off. And I said, I need to just get back to nature. So I took a job in construction and maintenance so that I would be outside in nature. I took a half of my pay cut, but I only worked seven in the morning to four in the afternoon. I had all weekends and holidays off. Right. So that allowed me at that point to then further myself. Less money, in, but in more time. Way. Yeah. That What's give and take, right? Less money, but more it's time. That give and take. Yeah. And see, that, that's one of the things that I say. Everybody, no matter if you're a trillionaire, billionaire, millionaire, or some schmuck living on the fucking street, every human being on the planet has 24 hours in the day. That's right. That's all they have. Same amount that you have. Full yeah. 24. So if you say, I never have enough time in the day, it's because your, your planning skills are not very good. You're trying to put too much on your plate. Right. Or you have outside influences trying to force you to do too much. And then you're you're yeah. doing that to your own detriment by taking away your time from you to dedicate it to somebody else because you think that's what you're supposed to do or your boss is making you come in on the weekend or whatever. You have to become aware of those things and learn that simple word, that smallest word in the English language that means more than any other word. And I don't mean run. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a hard lesson for me. Um, yeah. there, there are people who who. You know, they were taught from a very early age, no is just as easy as yes, because, uh, uh, well, in Spanish and Portuguese, they have the same uh, amount of letters, right? So yeah. <laughs> one's as easy as the other, but, you know, no won't get you into trouble. Uh, and so a lot of people have the no, but with my dad, my dad was a salesman. And so in our family, no wasn't an option. You right. know, he would promise the stars in the sky. You know, he'd yeah. make you feel great with the things that he promised you. But in the end, um, no, I didn't get that yellow pickup truck i didn't get the motorcycle and uh, right yeah whatever he, he was trying to make me feel good at the time and i understand right. that now but that's all part of the sales that's all part of of who he was and that's what made him a successful individual was was that ability to motivate people's imagination and you know get them to follow well, you know and they do the same thing um to us online on television and movies where on the opposite way around um, I was just watching this video that was showing a lot of the propaganda tricks that uh, that the rich pull on on the poor uh, for one just having somebody emotional having an emotional it's, breakdown but it's, on it's television. A psychological programming they understand yeah. they've understood for decades exactly yeah. how to program the mind emotionally right. psychologically and now through Neuralink and through DARPA projects that are sending sound waves, you know, the voice of God and sort of shit. Uh, they are actually yeah, they've been using for a while. Exactly. Yeah. And they're cracking the, yeah. the programming code for the brain itself. So if you're actually yeah. hooked directly in, oh, that's for faster interaction between you and mm -hmm. you know, the mainframe. No, yeah, that's the, the, AI, the right. AI in that mainframe will hack your brain in two fucking seconds or less. Because it's going to be a quantum computer. It's already going to know your programming, and you will be a drone of the system. Right, well, but the problem, which you have to understand, see, that that sounds all gloom and doom. That we're, There's no way out. We're all going to die. We have no hope, and AI is going to take no, over. No, no, no. Just, just don't. I mean, if you're living in nature, you don't have a microchip in your fucking brain. 
Well, even if they see, here's my, here's my thing. Even if they try to force it, uh, Peter in the, in the audience was talking about uh, how over in Ireland, they're going to start bringing people in from Ukraine. And they're telling the people of Ireland, you have to open up your doors and accept a, a, a refugee in your house. And they're going to make a law. Nobody in my house, Right. And he said, I'm not having nobody in my house. That's the same thing he said. There's, That's what I've repeated. Good, you know? I've read that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he was like, they're not, I'm, they're just not doing it. Well, he, see, here's my thing. That's, that's the same thing. You have to understand that everything that's going on is a metaphor for something else. Right. So that's, that's the metaphor. Uh, even though it's a refugee that should be helped, it, it, it forcing people against their will right. to help this refugee is akin to telling them you have to have a vaccine card. Or but you see, have to have the thing shot, is, that's, that's the whole point have, of uh, controlling you know, others and focusing on outside control versus inner control. Right. Yep. You control you and you try and educate and you try and make sure that everyone's making the best decisions. But, hey, I wore a mask in, in the beginning of all this shit because I was scared shitless for a couple of days. You know, you, you watch the, the videos and everything else yeah. of people falling dead in the street. Well, that was the big yeah. fear. That was the big show. They were they were but selling it. And it it took sure me about two running. weeks of research to find out that. Right. Oh, but Once I started going to the CDC and listening to their research, which everything was based on, I went, okay, so this thing's a nothing burger and they're lying about it because otherwise all these numbers wouldn't be the way they are. Yeah, but I went to others and saw what their projections and motivations were, and I saw. Well, see, I did that too. I went to everything I could go to to find out. You know, CDC's probably lying. Well, where else is there? Then they were the using the, John the Hopkins University. Is, the victim mentality is, oh my God, it's going to happen. I'm so afraid. I'm going to stay in, in my corner and hope that nothing touches me. Right. Whereas the alpha mentality is, all right, this is a threat. What is it? What's it, what's it involved? What's its strengths? What's its weaknesses? How can I beat it? How can I continue to fucking live through this bullshit? I'm right. going to find out as much as I can so that I can defeat my fucking enemy. Fuck everybody else. I'm taking care of me and mine. And that right, was but see, the only the only people who are going to do that. That's not 100 percent of the population. That's not even 50 percent of the population. We're right seeing now. that now. How many people are requiring masks it, everywhere? Right. But it's getting <clears throat> it's getting there. People are waking up exponentially. So the people state are getting of the defiant. Union, the, the Democrats right? seated on everything. No masks. Build yep. the wall. Uh, you know, lower taxes and, and bring back manufacturing. Well, look what they did for the State of the Union yesterday. They put all those barricades back up because they were making a point to show we're expecting uh, to people to show up here, truckers, and uh, an insurrection again. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. So the news guys that were standing out front waiting for people to show up looked stupid because they were looking like they were waiting for a cab that wasn't coming. And nothing happened. And then no one talked about it anymore. But they put all the stuff back up. That was their show of fear once again for two reasons. One, they are afraid. They and are coming very from afraid. a place of fear. And they sh and you see just how they how much they are afraid because they're scared shitless that the people are coming for them to take them out of power. The people are coming for them. And the people are coming for them to take them out of power. But they're not doing it physically uh, with an overthrow of the government. That's not hasn't gotten to that point yet. It may someday. Uh, but right they, now is not that time. It, but right it, now is voting the them out is the quickest way of getting them out of there. Right? It, it, that's not necessarily the point. That That is... We don't want to necessarily just go in and, and overthrow everything and do like a Bolshevik revolution and the Great Reset, which is what they're trying to implement. Yeah, it's not going. To, what we want to do is make sure that the Constitution that governs, the law that governs our government, is being followed and understood by our employees, whom we voted to put in to represent our right. will. 
Whenever they don't listen to us, there's a fucking problem. If, you're, if your boss tells you to square that fucking round peg and you're shoving it in round, regardless of what your boss says, you got a fucking problem. They'll fire your ass. Oh, yeah. I, when I was 17 years old, I had a job working for a company, and I'm not going to name the company because it wasn't the company's fault. Yeah. I was working for a company, and it was a retail company, and the manager of the store wanted me to climb up a ladder and take the, the roof tiles off the inside of the roof because at that time period back then, we had realized that was asbestos, and that was causing people to get mesothelioma and having cancer and all that. So they had it in the tile on the floors and in the roof panels. So all that stuff had to be traded out. I had already heard about that and knew that it was not they good. They you up there to, to clean out asbestos without telling you about it beforehand? Yeah, he said, I want you to climb this ladder and I want you to replace those roof tiles with new roof tiles. Didn't say a word to me that those are asbestos. Didn't say a word to me of, oh, we're going to put you in hazmat gear. It was get up on that ladder and, and change out these tiles. And I'm like, those tiles well, are asbestos. I mean, he, and he, he said was to me, saying, hey, look, you're expendable. So yes. fuck off. Um, he said to me, thing. if you don't climb up this ladder and change that asbestos, change those roof tiles, I'm going to have you fired. I said, try and have that hold up in a court of law. You go right ahead and try that. 17 years old, I was well enough to, to, to know that. And he wow. went and tried to get me fired. And the, mm -hmm. the senior manager, because the way that company worked, the store manager wasn't actually, he didn't have all the seniority. There was a, yes. a, a floor manager who had more seniority. He said, <coughs> you realize that that kid, if you, it, right now, because of what you said to that kid, he could cost this company millions, millions of dollars, because you just threatened that if you don't take, if you don't go up there and get exposed to something that will kill you, because yeah, I don't want to do it, don't, I'm going to have lawyers you. involved normally whenever they're doing that. They just do it because they really don't care. They don't think about the processes at that right. point. Right. Well, some people they don't. don't. They just go, okay, yeah, boss, I'll do it. Else. They have no idea. And then in five years, they get cancer and they die and they have no idea what happened or something else. Oh, but, you know, they were fired two years ago, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, that's just crazy. That's that's when the person has the mentality that you're just cattle. They don't care about you. You are just cattle. That's the way they consider yeah. all yeah. of you guys, all of us. Yep. Yes. We're yep. all just Absolutely. cattle. Yep. We're just numbers. Yep. We're just slaves to make money for them. Yep. And exactly. that's what everything that you're doing, our, our that's that programming that Mike else. was talking about and Aaron was talking about and Norma was talking about that we get from our television to buy certain products and, and you know, and, and uh, do these things and eat this food and go here and do that. Work, stay asleep. That's why I tell you, and we've said this many times, watch the documentary that was They Live with Rowdy Piper. And you'll see why it's a documentary if you take the context of what we've been saying to you in this hour right now and then watch that movie right after you're done listening to us. You're going to go, holy fuck. Because <laughs> I did the yeah, first time I saw it. Movie. I was in a movie theater watching this movie and I was like, oh my God, this is real life, guys. This is Guys, I'm looking around and people are like, dude, are you high? You're all paranoid right now. I'm like, I don't think you understand what's being told to us here on the screen. Yeah, so... Watch that movie and get it. I, you know, re weird thing, Aaron, you'll like this. We've been talking about music and how all these different songs uh, are, are, are about that. Aldo Nova, fantasy. Like, Nova. fantasy. Aldo Can Nova, fantasy. Yeah. This is just a fantasy, yeah. right? The whole oh, song was telling you this is not a real reality. I didn't even notice. Right. I loved that song. There, back there's in so the many little keys hidden, dude. But I think a lot of this comes from like they're pro they're prophesying it because they're just writing music, and when you're writing music, you're allowing that channel to come through that creative channel. Right. So when you're getting like 
little hitchy like i'll get like little lyrics or i'll hear i'll write something that's just kind of a little you know little little music in my ear and then i'll add to it so like oh yeah i can hear that now on guitar so if i play it i can hear it and so right. i connect that right and then it just builds man and that's and I, it comes from that higher place it, it, or those higher places because well, it has to i mean look sometimes at sometimes lower places joe rogan I mean, when joe rogan was interviewing uh, maynard from tool now he was yeah. asking about how they wrote the songs i was i was baffled and this is this goes to what aaron was just saying that's why i'm, I'm saying it he said they write the music and then I write lyrics to it. And yeah. Joe said to him, wait a minute. So you don't, you're not part of their creation at the same time. You're not coming up with like most bands, the writer, the, you know, the guy writes the song has the lyrics and then adds the music to tell the story. Yeah. He's like, no, they decided the story with the music. Then I listen to the music and then I write what the music is telling me to write. Right. That's insane. See, I've done it a because bunch of different ways. Like that. I'll start with a keyboard and start with a bass line, just hearing it. And then right. I'll add guitar to it. It's cool to write from different like perspectives because you get yeah. different sounds from that bass, those bass root notes. Yeah. You like if I create it on a guitar and I just play a bass line or whatever, a rhythm, and then I add to it, I'm gonna add a lot of crispness to that, right? It's gonna right. probably end up, you know, putting a lot of like that mid-range and, and that crispy kind of sound, right? But yeah. There's other songs that I can start on, like on my guitar, that come out sounding, you know, really rough or not rough, but edgy, like more edgy, yeah. kind of gritty type of type of. That's like right. Kind of like, is that gritty blues? But yeah, yeah, whatever instrument you you start with, it seems to make different. Like it's still the same sound, same you, but it yeah. makes different sounds, dude. I, I don't know how else to explain it. I don't it's know. It's a different vibration it's di because it's a different yeah, sound, it's, it's frequency, yeah. but it's yeah. doing the same thing, is what Aaron's telling you. So You're starting so from that root instrument and, and each building one is of doing it, yeah. the version yeah. that they are, like the percussion is doing the same yeah. exact dynamic, the it's same that's, mathematical that's equation. The about music, and and they yeah. figured that out thousands of years ago. Why? Because one instrument is going to have one harmonic. One yep. drum is going to have one rhythm. You get those two together, you get into a couple of other instruments. If they're all in the same harmonic, yep. the power of it grows. Right. Yeah. Like, well, whenever see, you and, find and bad that, music to where nobody's in harmony, that bad fucking band that you paid 30 bucks to, to see, and, and <laughs> it comes out the speakers, and you're going, no, I guess they edited a whole lot of shit when they were making yeah, that. Yeah, as yeah. we thought it was all studio. But you know what? The truth is that's why people can just jam. Right, that's why yeah. people can just jam because you show up. You don't even know uh, people. That's uh, I, I've done this many times. Uh, going to different Irish, going to the different jazz Irish the, uh, festivals, the, uh, music festivals, yeah. and everybody would sit down with different instruments, and all of a sudden, someone would start playing, and yeah. and you know the harmonics, you know where they're going, yeah. so you know what your instrument needs to add to this rhythm that this person or this yeah. percussion or this whatever and so you start playing and then other people pick up the pace right yeah and that's where when you have a band yeah and, but you have different writers and because yeah. i've written songs where i've written from the music that's what i was trying to get to but i went the yeah. long way anyway now i got it this is a long podcast so we're good so and then i've written where i've i've written the lyrics first or somebody brought me lyrics and then i wrote songs to them because i used to write you know i wasn't in like hollywood or anything but i used to write for small studios little independent studios in my area like a singer and so i've been around it pretty much you know most of my adult life and yeah it's funny watching the creative creative process happen i mean a lot of the times people go like i was writing for our r&b songs and they were doing a lot of rap stuff in there too or hip-hop 
So the guy, basically there's like one whiz that works on this like MIDI keyboard and he can get so many sounds out of it. He just creates a beat. So it'll just go bum, 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 and then he does the other beat, do, 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 you know, it adds, he just keeps layering it and then until he has a beat and then he gives it to the hip hop artist or the R&B singer and hey, what do you think about this? Can you write something to this? And so they give me those samples of things that they wrote and here write some music to it. So you can do it both ways, but some people are very like strict about it. Like Elton John and uh, his writing partner. I mean, Elton John, his old cabal shit. Yeah, anyway, let's look past that for just a second. <laughs> but yeah, they are, um, they they write, like one writes the music and then sends it to them. To, I think he sends it to Elton John and then he writes the lyrics to it or, right. or vice versa. Can't remember, but yeah, it's pretty weird how they right? do that. Like some people so are really, really. Julian like, made a comment about Tool. About Tool uh, is off, off the charts, crazy talented, and the drummer Danny Motherfucking Carey <laughs> is quite possibly the greatest drummer in the history of drumming. Especially if you watch, just watch the I don't few know videos that they have is. out from their last two albums, right? <laughs> That's insane. I've played that stuff over and over. Uh, I've watched that. That uh, what, what is that song? Was, um, uh, Numa and another one that they did where Danny Carey's drums, he he changed all the drums, uh, the sequence, so his hi-hat is not on the left side, so he doesn't have to cross over himself ever. So that's why he did that. His hi-hat's in the center, and, and then yeah. he's got uh, regular drums, and then he's got the, the electric percussion drums. He's got whole sets of this stuff. Uh, and th during that one song that I was mentioning, and this is what Julie was referring to, I'm sure, he gets to the point where he's playing two separate complete drums one with the right hand and one oh, yeah, with the left that guy's, hand that guy's not even of this world dude that guy yeah yeah so he's literally playing yeah. a rhythm with his right hand and he's going tuka taka 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 and then he's and then he's hitting the hi hat and he's also hitting the bass drum and then his left hand is over here on the other side going taka 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 playing the opposite uh, uh, you know, like an off offset with you know when people do that with the drums, see, where you have he's, offset all, he's already basically he put, was doing it opposing with he's the already rhythms. Put his right hand into yeah. autopilot, so he doesn't yeah. even think about that anymore. He's just doing that. He's just doing it. He's just going. Now, over here, he's doing the same thing, and, he and he's just sitting with a smile on his face when he does it. Right? Yeah. He looks like he's eating a hamburger, and he's all happy, and it's all and and none of us can do that. I can't do that. Hamburger and being happy because that is his. That's how he feeds, man. Yep. Well, and he wears the number 33 for the same reason that Larry Bird wore it. And that has to do with the spiral, the double helix, your DNA. Seriously, I never knew about that. Uh, but yeah, um, I love Larry Bird, but I never realized well, that. And, and if you count much. the beats of that, he's into 32 time, guys. Wow. I don't know if you okay. guys understand that. I know Aaron should understand it. He's into 32 time. That is that like that. And he was doing it with both hands. So it was truly 64 time. No one can do that it's bad enough to try and do a freaking uh you know four time or eight time but getting into the 16 and then up beyond that is insane insane to yeah, be able to do those people you're like you're a robot dude you're not even real right that's what yeah. he was built for now if <laughs> yeah. you give him a math quiz he's gonna fucking fail or if you ask him to you know identify uzbekistan in a map he's gonna go oh what yeah, he may not know, right? I don't you know. Some of those guys are highly. They might now. Alice Cooper is one more woke that, than all of yeah, us put yeah. together, bro. And he's just the lead singer yeah. over there. So which one? Yeah, yeah. no, man. Those, those which it, one? It, it, 
Those guys operate at a higher level and they have to think at higher levels. It's I don't know. It's it's I've met a couple of them, dude. It's almost like they're like I don't know how to explain. If they it. are, I've met lower level guys. I've met higher level guys too when they were on top, uh, you know, in the entertainment industry or, or whatever music industry, um, like performers. You know, like I met. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, when it comes anyway, to the creative arts, this, are, this, like, are, like, uh, this goes back to what Aaron to was saying there. earlier about the, the creation, and then Mike was too, as a matter of fact, and so was I. But the, but when you're creating something as an artist right yeah you have to be creating from that place like aaron said and you channel i realized that when i was writing my books that i was channeling that shit more than i was thinking it up in my head okay yeah. uh especially when i would say oh i just changed the plot line in in you know in the chapter four but in chapter one i set it up differently and i go back and read my own shit and realize no no i had set it up the entire time exactly perfect for that change that i thought i just made Right. Yeah. That means I was channeling it before and making a correction later in a place where I yeah. wanted to change something, but you, I had already fixed had it before I wrote it eventually because yeah. it was already programmed in. So what what happens is you can't help but end up on that. If you're doing it right, people know that and they listen to your stuff and go, wow, that was really good. It's the same thing when someone makes something and you go, this is good quality. Somebody put time yeah. into this. How do you know that you can right. sense right. it? by the vibration that, that was made yeah. with love. This was not run off an assembly line. I've said this several times you know, before, but that's, but it is true. So when someone is creating from that place, then where you are spiritually is you're locked into that spiral. you actually have to be in that place. And then what happens is that that place takes over in you and you create something beautiful that people lock onto. Why? Because the message that you're sending is coming from the source. When Adele talks about that, and just recently when she did that show and her comeback show in L.A., she talked about that with Oprah about when I'm singing. She says, when I'm writing my songs, that's not me. She says, that's coming from above. Mm -hmm. I channel that stuff. She goes, I wish I could write that. All that's coming through you, like basically, and it is you. I mean, you are the the vessel to use That's because you're willing to tune into it. But it does come through with your flavor, too, like your style. Like there's things that I can hear in my mind and I can try and play them the way I'm hearing them. I'm not, this is the way I'm playing it. Some of them I'll spend hours trying to play it that, and, and we'll eventually get it. But some things I'm just like, oh, okay. Sounded here, how I'm playing it here. It's the same thing, but it sounds different here. And that's that whole expectation of things, you know, like you got to yeah. understand there's still laws to things like music that you can't, you know, there's certain things you don't want to break. I mean, like Jimi Hendrix said, if you miss a note, you just slide down one fret and you'll find the right place. I mean that's a cheating way to do it. If you if you're, you're first learning for all you young guns out there playing guitar players, right? Yeah, the, you're the missing out. From the beginning, either we bend it up to the right note, or either slide it down or up, and you'll and but see that. I mean, Jimi Hendrix is one of the, you know, what could be considered one of the gods of the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that oh, guy is, is yes. everybody My fucking book. follows. Now he yeah. has. It's like Bruce Lee with martial arts. You're going to understand what the, because they have a deeper understanding of it. Now, somebody who's starting yeah. off, they want to do everything perfect from the very beginning. And that need right. for that perfection that their professors uh, ask for is part of the thing that hangs them up. Because any mistake, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, no, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Everybody started down there. Continue. Work through it. Yeah, I had all kinds of wrong fucking notes when I was playing trombone. I tried to do it alone in the afternoon when nobody could hear me and everything else because I was embarrassed of myself, to be honest with you. Because holy fucking shit, it didn't sound anything like what it was supposed to. Um, so I, I, 
practice at home. Practice, nobody's right? uh, beforehand. Takes practice. And, you have to get over your fear. Then you have to get comfortable. Then you have to get experienced. Well, and then I never, I never made first chair, and it really pissed me off uh, because five years of band, and I never made first chair. I, the best I got was second chair. It was generally second chair. Right. Um, third chair once, but that motherfucker sucked and I beat his ass later on. So yeah, generally second <laughs> I chair. I would like to say that I went, I just got into it because of the art of it, but no, it was basically, hey, I just heard a kid in class that was playing guitar and all the chicks were around him. So I'm like, oh, hey, I play guitar too. <laughs> Knowing my dad played guitar. So I knew if I needed to learn, so that was my motivation was like, I want to learn how to play guitar. So I went home, dad, you got to teach my me how to play guitar. My youngest wants to play the guitar and, right? and I keep thinking, there's nothing better than a bonfire in the beach and you say, oh, wait, I right. got my guitar in the car. And you come out and you start playing around the bonfire and everybody, man, I mean, that's that's like the part. I was the same, the exact right. same way. Yeah. I, I picked up a guitar. Trombone doesn't have the same Because effect. when Sorry. I was in school, the kid who walked in with the electric guitar that was going into band class, he was the long-haired hippie and all the women dug him. And I went, you know what? I could do that. And I, I went and picked up the guitar and started banging on it. And the next thing I know, I realized I was already in choir. I was already a, a, a able to sing. And then I'm hearing guys like Rob Halford and, you know, these guys that could just bellow. And I was like, I wonder if I could yeah. do those things. And I, I, well, I remember my techniques. I can't, warm I can't up from, choir. From chorus. So, well, choir. you know, try that next thing. You know, my buddy says, bro, you can sing. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you're going to join my band. And he was putting a band together. And he's like, what else do you do? And I'm like, I can play rhythm guitar. He's like, you're in. Now we need an electric. He's, he was a drummer. Now we need a, a lead and, and somebody on bass and we can bang this out. So we did. And we had fun. Right. And I wanted to be a singer and go on. Uh, but then life started and I ended up, you know, at some point you have to say, I'm going to be in a band forever. And that's what I'm going to try and do. And I'll make it somehow. Or you go, OK, I got to get a job because I got to do this. Well, I unfortunately made the choice to get the job. And, and, and I regret that now because I, you know, my life could have been completely different. However, I like my life where it is and how it turned out. So when looking back on that, that's everything that we've been through good yeah. or what we perceive as bad right now, I feel is what's brought us to this moment. And it's taught us everything we do. You know, we can look back and say, I could do it again. And that's where I was kind of getting at, or, you know, that was the next step in the, you know, life after death. And where do you progress? Yeah, from yeah. That? Well, you may sit there and look and go, okay, well, I didn't, I wanted to do that more in my life. Yeah. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to try it again and do more of that. But are you right? going to do just, that at the end of your life after everything is over? Striving for excellence. What's that? Are you going to do that at the end of your life when everything's over? See, that's that's one of the differences. Where's in the end? Things. And where's the but beginning? See, but right. See, that, that's one of the things that, that bothered me when I was I was a kid listening to all those old people gripe about their lives and how they yeah. would do this different or they would do that different or they would love to live here or live like that or whatever. All these people that have already lived their lives listening to them talk right. about what they wanted, what they didn't like about their life. I mean, I was a kid just absorbing all this shit like a fucking sponge, which is the reason why I end up living. Why? Because the majority of people wanted what this is, and I'm bored off my ass. But, but still, this is what the majority <laughs> right. of people actually fucking wanted when I was growing up, listening to fucking old people bitch about their life. No, it's right. Too right, but you have to realize that's well, not. Well, we live everybody. our lives on our perception, right? And what we've what we've learned, our programming, our specific programming, and, and so many times it takes that experience of getting to that place and then going, yeah, "Wow, you know what? Looking back now, I probably would have done this more, or I done exactly. that more different." The problem is that when you're at that point at the end, it's too fucking late. You already lived your life. 
The point well, is for people that are younger and still have so much of some 50. Fuck it. I'm just preparing for death. But um, other dude, people actually have their entire life. Death, in front of them. Oh, my God. That's crazy. We're vibing right now. We're like on the same <laughs> wavelength, bro. We're thinking about the same shit right now. Probably have been for a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm fucking done, dude. I got what I got. But other people can actually learn and, and do things better than I did or better than what they will do. Why? Because yeah. one of the objectives is you have to see what you want your life to be like when you're 65, 70, 75, 85, whatever. But when you stop producing, usually it's around 70 and because even if you want to, you really can't pass that point. Yeah. I mean, Biden is a, a perfect example of that. Um, All right, I'm going to tell you that when you turn 70, bro. All right, you right? just can't know what it you can't. I ain't, ain't going gonna to get to 70. That's the whole fucking point. Anyway, <laughs> well, quit what, talking what, what, like that. I guess that, you know. If you look, at, you look at your life of what you want to be when you're sitting in that wheelchair remembering and looking at you, what? You're going to be looking at potted plants and your five cats or your two dogs? Or are you going to be thinking about your grandkids, your great-grandkids, the life that you built, the Probably memories all of you lived? The pictures right. that you had but in order to have those i don't regret a single thing that i've done in my life i don't in fact when i tell people about my life they go they doubt that i even did half the shit that i say i did same with me and they're people, like, there's no way you bullshit. did all that in one lifetime i'm like yeah yeah i did <laughs> i've had five lifetimes man what most right? people would normally have in one entire lifetime i've done five times over and, and i'm Starting my sixth fucking cycle now with with all right. this stuff. So, Hold on, I want to enter. I want to answer De Denise's question. Didn't did we say that that was going to start ten a.m. Uh, our time and West Coast time or yeah ten a.m. Uh, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's one o'clock uh, New York time, time then. So Denise, yeah. that's one p.m. Uh, New York time, and it is thirty three thirty three, is it not? Yeah. Tickets. Yeah. So yes, on thirty three thirty three, Denise, and that would be we're saying ten a.m. West Coast, so that's eleven twelve one p.m. New York time. I'll send the link right now. Yeah. I was reading some of the comments saying that they're not anywhere near that. I I get that and I understand that because nobody's in a rush to die. Okay, and as as I get closer, I'm not in so much of a rush either. However. I have had my great grandparents and now my grandparents recently, uh, but they all made it to 92, 93, 91, 92, 89. They all made yeah. it up there. And it, it's a great way to say, oh, yeah, I made it. But after a certain point, they weren't enjoying their life as much as what right. they should or could have and that's why i put yeah. my kind of time limit on there because if i make it past that that's great but i'm not planning on it because i don't want to be a burden on other people i want people to go oh god i gotta fucking the old bitch hasn't died yet they used to say that about my great grandmother you know that bitch is still alive and i'm like that's my great grandmother she made me macaroni and hamburgers yesterday so fuck off <laughs> you know <laughs> Right. Um, but hearing all that from other people about people that I love, I don't want to be that person that people think that about, which is why I put those time limits on. So I'm a, uh, I apologize if that, you know, offends other people. I, I understand that. But again, that's just my upbringing and that sort of thing. But uh, uh, yeah. give me a second. Uh, I got to go. Your perspective. Well, I, I do agree with Mike. I want to agree with Mike that there are, you know, there, there are always, there has been 
more people in our lives when we were younger who were not yeah. happy with their lives and were not awake than now right. because the people back then were far less awake. So they were unhappy with their life because they knew that they were living in a life that they couldn't do what they wanted. They felt that. So yeah. they knew something was wrong. They knew that there was a problem with the matrix, but they didn't couldn't put their finger on it because they didn't know right. that there was a matrix. Yeah. So it took, you know, it took time for all of the lessons that have been taught in, in the way that it was uh, to accelerate the best thing that happened to this planet was the creation of radio, television, and uh, the internet, because that brought messaging to you guys around the world. Like we're doing right now. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. if I were, if I were going to be, you know, if this were 200 years ago, I would have to be like Jesus. I'd have to be on foot going from town to town. You'd have to do it through your mind, which we were forced yeah. to do that uh-huh. more naturally then. And, I wanted to, I wanted to go, go back to that earlier when you were talking about that and Norma had brought that up. We were talking about nature and, yeah. uh, and I, and I, at the time I didn't cut in because you guys were talking and Mike was talking, but I want to circle back to that because, because people, you guys don't realize right now, especially it doesn't matter where you live unless you live in nature already or like up in the mountains right. where you're seeing it every time you go outside to get in your car. If you guys are in a city anywhere on this planet, you and, and I don't care if you've never been or you always go. When you go and spend time with nature, you're going to realize your body all of a sudden clicks yeah. with the planet, like it doesn't do when you're in the concrete jungle. And you don't realize that if right. you've never gone camping or you've never gone to to these places. Why do you think so many people travel from one place just to go and look at something like the Grand Canyon because mm-hmm. they're drawn? To nature, they don't it's, realize it's a human, it's a human residence. The human and residence, that's, and that's right. the basis. Of, for example, they 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 could never actually prove um, evolution because they the, the primordial idea of it is that you get this primordial soup and this electric you know lightning bolt hits it and boom, life is created. From there, we got you know little protozoa and then fish and then lizards and then mammals and whatever the fuck they got right. But they could never actually start that stew in a dish created life. And so they tried all kinds of experiments and everything else, and they were deep in bunkers so that they wouldn't get interference from anything else in trying to test different things. And somebody actually put in the Schumann resonance that is the Schumann resonance of the atmosphere and what everything is, uh, and they yeah. were actually able to do it. What happens is that resonance of the Earth itself is what allows life on this planet. Yep. Every yep. single thing that is alive on this planet resonates with the Schumann resonance, which is why people are so comfortable at the beach because you don't have tall buildings. You got an entire ocean. You got the sand. You're barefoot. You're dug in there and you are fucking connected. And so it's yeah, resonating. And the harmony through. of music pulls us back to that same place. Well, music or soothes the people, savage beast, isn't it? Right. Some people pick up a book and they're reading the book and the story is pulling them into that same spiral and you don't notice it, that it's doing it. Why? Because that same message is in that book, that same vibration that is in there that's in the music, that perfection, that harmony, the human, the the Schumann. Isn't that funny how it's Schumann resonance? Human resonance. Right. <laughs> I don't think that was an accident, even though it was a person's name. His name was Schumann, the guy who, who figured it MIT out. MIT professor. He had yeah, so they named it after him. But the universe kind of put that real close to human resonance, Schumann resonance. But if we right? look at these the are the things that I see. Of, <laughs> that nature see after does. I learned about the Schumann resonance, I started digging a little bit deeper. And you start finding out that the DNA of most things that are on this planet 
actually resonate with the Schumann resonance. And so we, same we vibration. Have we all live on the same vibration yeah. in this right. vibrational plane. That's now, that makes me ask a, a question. A question. How <laughs> would we live on Mars or, or somewhere else where the resonance of the atmosphere around us isn't the Schumann? Is that well, one reason why Schumann people break Mars, down so much when they're up in, in a the, different meat the, suit? Yes. What? Yes and no. Because, because, Mike, uh, yes and no. Because what happens is we don't realize when we're here just how much we are emotionally and psychologically and mentally connected to each other. Right. In vibration with telepathy, empathy, all kinds of other things. And then when you leave the planet, your senses, your perception is that you're not around people. And you don't think, most people aren't thinking, yes, but I'm still telepathically communicating because they're just right down there on Earth. I'm just up in orbit. You don't think that. You start feeling separated and you get anxiety in your mind right. that says, oh, no. And then your mind says, and you can't hear them or feel them anymore because yeah. it's dimmer because you're further away. And then you exacerbate that with your fear. And that, that's yeah. How, yeah. why people break down because they don't have that familiar blanket that's always there in the back of their mind. They have the human resonance still, but they're not tuned to it because right. they're stuck in the now. So they don't realize that that comfortable blanket was just literally being around other humans and yeah. being able to communicate with them on a level that is subconscious to most conscious uh, of people only because they're in a very this low is, vibration. This is something that the people and, and I needed a little bit because I've got rain coming through yesterday, which is why my signal was shit yesterday. Um, so I don't know if y'all can hear it, but, Unfortunately, where I'm at, it rains about 70 or 80 percent of the time. That's okay. It's why I've got tall trees. Yeah, no, when I, I'm yeah, perfect for growing. Yeah, you're still you're all right, right, brother. All right, so um, getting back to well, actually, the, I can I can barely hear it now that I'm now that you're quiet, but it just sounds like rain, water. It is. <laughs> it is uh, no, now. it's Mike's meditation hour. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, it always is. That's I created. Yeah. I created my own little paradise yep. on Earth. To where I could, you know, because the rain here, and I wanted to do fountains for the music and the sound of water crashing and everything else. Yeah, I need to start recording those sounds. I need a better mm -hmm. mic, though. I used to, when I was living in Arizona, I would run outside uh, when the sandstorm, right after the sandstorm would blow away, because then you knew that it was a storm pushing the sandstorm. So as soon yeah. as the sand started to dissipate, everybody ran outside because they knew there was going to be a monsoon downpour. And the temperature would be 120 outside, and it would drop. From 120 to about 75 in like yep. four and a half seconds, but the water was yeah. warm enough, falling on you, pulling all the heat down. That no one gets hypothermia. Yeah, no one gets hypothermia because all that warm water is falling all over you, and it's keeping you still with your body temperature lowers slower than the ambient temperature did outside. But the then you have that rain Earth. coming down, that beautiful monsoon, the power of that rain and the resonance in that. And, of course, the negative ions in every droplet uh, that makes up the little film that makes the drop of water. It's a negative yeah. ion. That's why we take showers and we like it because the negative exactly. ions on it our skin react in a positive off. vibe. Yeah. It Brings our vibration up. It, it, no, it, it pulls them off so that we're, we're freer because of those positive ions. And that's why people love to go and play in the rain. Exactly. Make a shower. Uh, Make you feel good after that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's um, not normal. And so whenever I get into a certain mindset, other people don't get me because I'm I'm resonating on a different level. I'm, I'm more existential. What what really does make you happy? What drives you? What what makes your soul feel comfortable? Because that's why we're kind of here to do. Um, yep. 
I and then trying to help others find that. For example, my oldest now is, is uh, he graduated high school. He's been accepted to, to college. He's got options for two or three different places, but he doesn't know where to go. Or what to I put do. this up earlier, but it, 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 it is now, you know, we've just gotten back around to that. A hundred years ago, if we would have been alive, we'd have been burned alive or, or killed if oh, we yeah. were alive a hundred years ago talking about now. You, you can't, you can't, no, no, yeah. no, no. The, the earth is the center of the planet, uh, of, the, of the universe, and anyone who says different needs to die. Well, I mean, they did that with, with Socrates. Socrates and, said and the world was round, and they, made him, and they made him commit suicide by drinking poison. Yep. For saying the world was round. I mean, oh, think about God. that. Well, Just by saying the world is not flat. Yeah, that's crazy. That's happened um, to a lot of people, a lot of like, yes. famous people. Like, yeah. Yep. Well, look at John Lennon. You know, that was brought up earlier as well. John Lennon writes that song, writes many songs, but that one especially, and he was very awake, and they killed yeah, him for it. The Beatles him. thing trips me out, man. I go, I'm, I'm watching this channel where this guy's got going deep into, like, how they're, like, changing out John Lennon's, and, like, yeah. I'm not I'm not at any conclusion yet, but, whoa, like, right? it's tripping me out. Like, just the, this background, like, the guy's name, you know, that whole John or Paul is dead thing? Yeah. That This guy goes into it. It's called Sage of Quay, Q-U-A-Y. That guy's awesome. Whoa. This this guy goes deep into it. He's a musician, but he shows you all these different pictures and how these, like John Lennon looks like a different person, just with the same kind of vibe, right? And a similar bone structure, but you can tell they're different. You know, like the John Lennon, I know you can grow, you know, you usually, you age and you get older and, you know, so you change, but no, these are pictures he's showing like within a couple of years and you're just like, and it's all of them, dude. So what, what he's getting at is, if they can do that with the Beatles, right? How many other bands are they doing that with? Right. How well, you know the, the video that I was telling doing? you guys about off air it was called um, "A Rich Man's Trick," and uh, they mm-hmm. talk about that about body switching. Back when JFK was yeah. shot, they had they had two bodies. They had a body double. They had JFK's body, and then they got a brain out of another cadaver, and they were trying to, to show that uh, why JFK was missing his brain. Because yeah. if he got shot the way he got shot, he should still have brain in there. And he didn't have any. There was no brain inside of his head. They're like, where's his brain? So some guy comes wheeling in with it and, and puts it in a formaldehyde and says that they took it out on the plane. Right? And that it was perfectly nothing wrong with it. There was not a bullet hole in it. So they botched that whole thing. They got a guy who was a police officer in Dallas who looked uh, the build and everything like JFK yep. to, to be the body that they were fixing to, to tell the world he was shot by one lone gunman from that uh, window in the back of the, the head. Angle. They, they had 13 guys shooting from behind. They couldn't get the right angle. No, it was actually uh, eight. Yeah. There was eight eight guys. I, this, it's all in the documentary, bro. I'll send it to uh, you guys after the you're show. You're right. You're right. I saw no, that. You're right. Eight, eight shooters. Yeah. Eight shooters. But I eight thought we'll shooters, and they're all mafia uh, mafia hitmen. Some of them were the sons of Contracted mafia bosses. by the CIA as well. Yeah. I mean, everybody was. Yeah, there. what's guy? What's his name? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. But it was his son, a New York crime family. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't the Gambinos or the. It was it was that one guy because he was he was busted in Watergate too. I know who you're talking about. When the cop busted in on Watergate and turned on the lights, he and three other mob bosses were in in the Watergate building along with politicians who got caught. Because it's like MS, but it's just like MS13 today. What the view? The politicians don't like to get their hands dirty, so they deal with somebody behind the scenes that can deal with somebody else behind the scenes that can get the job done. 
I need you to spy on this place. Go ahead and do that. Well, they Nowadays, were talking in that video. They talk about that, how the that. Marine Corps is now the hitman of the <laughs> of the mafia because the mafia controls the American government, right? Yeah. So, so that's become the the hitman. And if not, then like you said, they would go and get gangsters on the street that will do the evil deed. That's how MS thirteen. Uh, messes with stuff or, or right now is no, they they rich. send a guy that's, to kill a guy how they got and you have to rich. you have to kill him not only kill him but you have to cut his heart out and eat his heart and if you can't do it there's another guy waiting and if he can't if you can't do it he fucking kills you and cuts your heart out and eats it well that's okay? that's, that's, uh, MS-13. that's how you get in there you never know yeah. dude coming from mexico and shit they could do the same thing they're well, doing hold, they did hold, it hold in on, ukraine hold that hold they on, did in now, syria hold on right now uh, on that one them. i'm going i'm going to have to clarify a few things okay, um first of all uh whenever i was in peru they told me that they preferred the colombians being in charge versus the mexicans right. because they were, the colombians were less violent than the mexicans yeah. um <laughs> But the reason for that is that there were two cartels in the north of Mexico that basically controlled everything, including the government, for two, three decades. Yeah. But then some started getting weak. Right. And you, you, got had, you had the from... Medellin and you had the... Um... Well, that's in Colombia. I'm, I was well, I'm talking, well, you said Colombia. I'm sorry. Oh, that's yeah, why yeah, I was yeah. saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You had the Medellin cartel that was controlling... Bogota. Uh, that was their base, right? They were in Bogota. It was and the, they were getting the everything from Bolivia, from Peru, yeah. from Ecuador, and shipping yeah. it out to the largest consumer. Uh, but right. also there, they'd. I wrote a paper about that when I was in college back in '91, uh, and yeah. I actually titled it "Who Watches the Walker Watchers?" And somebody stole that, and the History Channel made a documentary called "Who Watches the Watchers," and it was all it was my freaking uh, term paper for my uh, for my midterm in in my government class. Uh, and I kept it forever to show people, but now I lost it. It was on my yacht, and it didn't get it back when I turned That's my yacht over was. to the captain. Now, what happened in, in Mexico, there was a, a president who decided he wanted to do away with the cartels, but the military mm. was corrupted and bought by them anyway. So yep. you had paramilitaries that they ended up breaking off, and they realized the cartels were a bunch of pussies. They were yep. ignorant. They didn't have an education. They didn't know exactly what they were doing. They were playing it by ear. These guys were trained military. They were brutal assassins. They knew CIA backing, and so then they I got in there and they took out these were the Zetas, they used to be paramilitary for you know uh, supporting the government against the cartels. Yeah, they decided to take over the cartel business themselves. Well, they did the same and, thing in, in Bolivia, they did the same thing everywhere. Yeah, because after, after destabilized, they that, destabilized, they took, they took and regime business. changed the shit out of everything. Took, That's what they they're took doing. The business Look at Noriega, right? Look at Noriega. Same thing, yeah. same thing well, with Noriega. Well, for example, you had reporters, you yeah. had reporters in Mexico City that were trying to do the reporting and showing the things that shouldn't be shown. And all of a sudden, this chick got into the wrong place on the wrong day, and all of a sudden, her body was hanging from one of uh, the underpass overpasses of a main thoroughfare with a sign. She saw too much and couldn't shut her mouth. And her head was placed on the doorstep of the um, police precinct nearest to that. Um, in other words, this is the person who's hanging and it's a message to everybody. We're not fucking around. And so that ends up making sure that people don't leave their homes. They stay from A to B. I got my job, I got my home, and maybe I'll go to my friends after a certain hour or time because my dad used to tell me, if you're out after 11, don't go out on the streets because you can't even trust the cops in Mexico City. Right. The cops will fucking jack you up after midnight. 
So you well, come and home, the, the really scary thing is that, that that entire operation that is Mexico, Central America, and South America is all owned and operated by the American government, the CIA. The DEA, man, the ones who are running well, America. Well, you know, the, the, going back to that with Bolivia, the I wrote uh, the reason I got involved in that entire thing was that uh, a DEA agent, Michael Levine, to have blew, became a whistleblower. He was undercover in Bolivia, and they were working. The DEA were working the 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 you know the mob bosses in there and the cartel bosses, and they were trying to get them to America so they could arrest them. Now, this is what was going on uh, outwardly by the people. And then inwardly, the, the CIA was running the entire outfit already. They have been for decades. Uh, so, And that's why you see all these movies that go back to the Vietnam and Korea and, and even before that in World War II where they were smuggling all this stuff into America, uh, all the dope and all the uh, money and all this stuff. So the, they prop these people up, and then when they get out of hand, then they just whack them off. But what happens is, that, like El, El Chapo, I mean, he, he's not, you know, they went and got him. He's only here because they wanted to chop up his land. He'll be back eventually yep. because they'll let him out. So, uh, so what happened was his best friend, Michael Levin's best friend, was Kiki Caminera, and he was also in the DEA, and he was also under undercover, and he was actually in Bogota, and um, the CIA decided that they needed to to show the cartel. This was when they were going after the Mexican cartel. Look, we we want to show you something. So they took Kiki Caminera and they burned him. Then they killed him and they dumped his body, knowing that he was a DEA agent. They they made sure to out him prior to and then killed him. They only did that to show the world the CIA is not above killing anyone to keep our project going. Remember JFK and yeah, do what yeah. we tell you to do. So that exactly. pissed him off because his best friend was just literally shot like a dog just to prove the, how strong the CIA was and how much control they had over the planet to the cartel to get them to come back in line. We'll just bump you off. Look, we shot one of our own guys that you didn't even know about that we sent down there that was about to arrest you. And we let you know that and we killed him off. So we can yep. kill you anytime we want. And that was when everybody had to kowtow again to the Americans. Yep. That's why anybody who didn't like Noriega, they went down and took him out. And then you go over into the Middle East, you have Muammar Gaddafi also propped up. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, play ball oh, anymore. That, they went no. and got him. Same thing with Saddam Hussein. Yeah, but, uh, him see, up. Hold on. The, play the, ball the thing, there, was a, there was a video that came out last week about how good um, life was under Muammar Gaddafi. And this is bizarre because we don't hear about this, but you, they had free education, free health care. Uh, if they got married, they got a pension plan. They were trying to do something to centralize uh, African gold currency to make it stable and everything else. People were living abundant lives under Gaddafi. He actually changed Libyans' lives for the better. Now, they took him out, and right. we have soccer fields that are being used for open slave trade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, why I wanted to talk about this, too, and get into it, is people, so people can see this. That this is So when you see shit on the news, you're going to see it. So everybody likes to stay up to date no, sometimes. No, it's a cover-up for something else. There, but, Right. Run, understanding that there's there is I like this happens. This is another cycle. This is another cycle that happens. This is one of them yeah. vicious cycles yeah. or spirals yeah. that we that we were right. talking about earlier. This regime change play it plays out pretty much the same way every time. You can see yeah. it. So when you have the news telling you that no, it's this happening, or these guys need something, or these guys, you know, they're they're bullying them. You know, just know the person that's or the people that are they're blaming everybody else are the biggest bullies on the block. Right. They're just trying to, you know, which would be 
the U.S. the United Forces, right? The Western Forces, which is yeah, being ran by it's it's captured by mob mafia. Yeah. And that um, that gangster yeah. I was yeah. thinking about, his son, it was Costello, right? Yes, Momo. yes, Frank Costello. Momo. Yes. His son that was yeah. Yep. That's exactly who. And then Denise said, uh, Gotti? No. Uh, but the same thing happened to Gotti. He was too much of a rock star. And he was and basically, he was putting it right in front of the public's yep. eye, yep. The, the, yep. the people's face. That, hey, I'm the mafia and we're fucking in charge here. So the mafia yeah. was like, you yeah. need to calm this down and get back, uh, you know, to being not seen. And he was like, fuck you guys, man. I'm John is You know what I think is crazy? Here's a weird clown world kind of thing. Thought. You see... What's his name? What's uh, Gotti's hitman? Sam Giancana. No. Yes. Sam. Yeah, it was Sam, the the camel hair suit guy. Yep. That yep. guy's got a podcast, dude. And how many people did he murder? Most like, of those guys end up saying, like, what's his name? Uh, Sammy the Bull. Style. Sammy oh, the Bull. Sam he, the Bull. He, he was like, yeah. yeah, he that's said, he did, I just, Sam that's, that's what we're talking about. I just watched that documentary with him. He's the yeah. one that turned state's evidence. He, if, if you watch the movie, yeah. well, Wise Guys, they based that on his life. He was the one that turned state's evidence. And then went back out God and got, was yeah, setting him up. Ecstasy ring. Yeah, Gotti was setting him up to take the fall. And he yeah. turned, then he went to the FBI and said, I'll tell you everything you need to know to bust all these guys. Well, the FBI were, were the he other. He was about to die. Bosses. So, I mean, if he yeah, left the control, he was going to get killed. But I just think so, it's so, funny hey, watching all these mafia guys on podcasts. It's but see, pretty, that's the whole right? thing about the, that's the whole thing about them. You right? can never actually trust who you can't fucking right. trust. I mean, OJ they, gives they us have some, their OJ laws. Simpson gives us advice too. Right. Yeah. From his Instagram. Oh, God. Yeah, OJ Simpson giving advice. That's what mean. Uh, yes, we live in an upside down world, folks. It really it's all inverted. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's now, now we have, you know, we have every single female sporting record is being destroyed and written again by yeah. trans transgender. Yeah. Well, what they're going to have yeah, to do know, there is they're going to have to come up with another category, right? So women's rights, right? have to come up with right? a trans category. Woo-hoo, that's all you yeah. have to do. I know, really. Yeah. Or just go ahead again. and have a trans. Woman, you know, what is it going to hurt? No no one's going to give a fuck if if, if we have a, a new right. category. That's that's called we did the same thing with the special needs people. You did the same thing with the people in wheelchairs. We've done the same thing for other people that have multiple sclerosis. So why not have a third group? Have a men's, have a women's, and then have a trans. Who cares? I mean, I'm I, it's right. just weird. I, th- I feel like they're, you know, they're, that movement is. Just, I don't even want to get on this topic, but, the, but I, I don't. Yeah, it is cheating. cheating. I don't want to get on this topic because cowards do that shit, um, the cheating shit. But I don't want to get on this topic. But you mentioned upside down world because if we look at the uh, clown in chief, um, we're seeing that every single word that comes out of his mouth has been a lie. Nice. That was an awesome one right there, man. Praise praise Jesus. Message of the gods. (laughs) Praise Jesus. Everything he says has been a lie. Not a fucking word has come out of his mouth. Well, you know what? I I, I didn't really want to go down politics either, but did did anybody watch the the speech last night? That was well-timed. I I got it. Perfect. That's why I said praise Jesus. That could have been a time better. So did anybody watch the the speech uh, last night from uh, Joe Biden? Not its entirety, though. Yeah. Joe Biden became Donald Trump last night. 
He tried yeah, to, mean, but he's copying everything. everything that he said we needed to do was what Trump was running on for four years. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Why? Because to change and get our oil, get production ramped up on the yeah. world. We're so we can self-sufficient because that's part of the problem. Right. We don't need Trump, to defund the police. We need to hire more police to stop crime. I'm like, you guys, for four, five, five years, every word out of your mouth was defund the police. And now all of a sudden, in other words, you guys are for they it. were wrong. In other words, they were wrong on every yep. fucking point. Yep. And that they recognize it now. Congratulations. And now they're the running back, back to the center because the they're running back to center because they're on the line. They're running yeah, back to center because they're the on the line. And they do the that from both sides. And this is what you guys need to understand out there. I don't want you guys to think I'm a Republican because I'm not. Yeah. Wait for it. I saw lightning, so I was waiting for the thunder. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. I saw the flash. I was like, wait for it. And the crowd roars. So, uh, so, and you know, thunder, uh, thunder strikes. So you guys have to understand this. The only time that politicians give a, a spit, give a lick, give a shit about you and your opinions and what counts is every is their job is on the line because you're pissed off yeah. at them. And yep. they haven't yep. done any of this shit they said they were going to do. Or, oh, like but, this regime, they've done everything in, to fuck the planet the up as much as they One year, whenever your opposite. opinion doesn't matter, they'll lock you down. They'll force you to do something you don't want. They'll they'll obligate yep. you to accept their mentality. Yep. They're completely totalitarian control freaks. That Because oh, the no, but about now them I'm making tell money you what somewhere you want else. To hear. Off of you. Fuck off. Yeah. Right. And that's the truth. Think about what has happened here. Right. So you had and I was screaming Let's this to the rafters from the beginning of this Let's of this uh, COVID thing. Right. Screaming it from the rafters that the whole thing, the whole thing they were doing was a, was money making. Think about this. All of the rich yeah. and the elite own all the pharmaceutical companies or the right companies now. that are building the, the uh, PPGs and PPEs. Right. Uh, or they, they just are, are getting the revenue. So what they do is they tell everybody they all have to wear a mask. Who do you think owns that company or those companies? You have to still, you know, yeah. you have to get a shot. Where, where's that coming from? Oh, or you have to take these pills. Who owns the money? Always follow the money. Yeah. Always follow the money. If you're looking at Canada, uh, the Canadian government actually owns some of the patents on the, the things that the president. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes, they they a couple years before it came around. He's yeah. making bank. Yeah. Writing laws making yep. you do something that you don't Look want. Amazon, how much money do you right. think Amazon and Facebook and all these people online right now, like that? Uh, oh, they Wisconsin. Did you hear about that? Wisconsin, totally is suing, Wisconsin is suing uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, this came out today because of $900,000. Uh, $900, I saw the flash. I thought you. I thought you saw it because you looked over there. I was waiting. I'm like, wait, hold on. Here it comes. It's, it's getting. It's getting closer. It's, it's it is getting closer. Time. You got to count one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Exactly. Each time I, it's getting closer, bro. I did. I did that in Oklahoma because we timed those motherfuckers out, uh, especially for tornadoes and shit. But um, that's a whole other story. Yeah. You, when your when your government is profiting off of yeah. your, um, for example. Nancy Pelosi and insider trading, her entire fucking family is profiting off of China, you know. But yes. yeah, they're writing our fucking laws. Yep. No, thank you. Go to jail, you treasonous piece of shit. But that's just me speaking. That's my opinion. Right. Um, well, see, here's the problem they'll never go to jail. You guys need to understand something. That's what it's not just politics. Right. It's not just politics. It is the fact that 
that we invited the the these aliens onto our planet back in time, probably in 1938 or so. 80 fucking years ago. Right. And so because of that, they they then have expanded out uh, into the past. Because when you're here, if I got here today, I still would have to manifest a history of me. Do you understand? Because there is a history of me. And when I manifest in this place, there has to be a history of me. And so I have the power and the ability at that point to manifest what I want to happen in history. So so what I manifested in the back in history when I got here for me establish yourself. Was, was establishing myself to do the same thing that my character is doing mm-hmm. now. Well, that's you have to realize things, that's AI one of the things that I wanted to, to touch thing. on before. That's one of the things that yeah. I want to touch on before whenever that's the point that I wanted to get to when I said that Christ was on that top level. Because um, uh, you had mentioned one time that uh, the the adversary is looking for that portal for that bridge back to source, yes. right? And, and but what exactly? But what what I was uh, trying to get to is that well, the time he had mentioned I came here legally. In other words, he was born there, had to live the entire time. He didn't recreate the timeline to create his life. He right. actually lived that life yes he came here legally yes. it's not the ones that come in here and create their own timelines and oh yeah i right. was that guy and then da, 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 and that didn't exist you just created yeah. that and then some right. past past pushing on of a reality or some taking on of another reality and pushing it in another direction creating timelines but jesus actually said i came here legally yeah Born because in, he, he ascended, born life. into a body and lived the life. So, <clears throat> see, here's life. here's the thing: when when uh, when Whitley Strieber was getting abducted, he asked the aliens; they were Greys. What? That's why he named his book what he did. He said, "Why are you here?" They said, "We want communion," because what they're trying to do and trying to discover is what you just uh, said. They're trying to figure out our spark, the connection that we have, because they're trying to synthesize it because they know that they don't have it. So what they're trying to do is, and this is what we're alluding back to the AI being in, in control of your brain and people logging into the computer, they're still trying to get in there through that way now because they've tried everything else because they want to see oh, how can I do this to where I can recreate that or tap into it. The problem is that they can't and they never will be able to do that. Why? Because they too were created by the creator and yeah. they won't admit that to themselves. Their arrogance right has them believing that they're a separate entity that created themselves. Uh, And they didn't. We we have to look to the Book of Enoch, because that's exactly what the fallen happened. They no longer had that connection, and they were trying to reestablish that connection for their children. They knew they were lost. Fuck it. I'm fucked. Whatever. But my kids. Save my kids. That's why they went and implored to Enoch, to actually who was connected to the source, because Enoch walked with God. Um, right. So to, to try and get that message across the ether, right. the connection that he had, that like you're talking about the AI and the ones. Why? Because their children would be lost, and they are no longer welcome in the other one, and they're no longer they're not uh, judged yet because judgment day hasn't arrived, and so they propagate throughout time in that. Old well, and you cycle have to understand that they were again. created for that purpose. The first, the first question, or the, or the, the important question that all of us should be asking ourselves, is what was I created for? Okay, what, what not, not who am I, not where am what I, not when am I, destiny? but what was I created for? What are you supposed to do? Yeah. 
So you, you know instinctively I was either created as a good soul or a bad soul. In this life that I have now, I'm either choosing to be in service to self or I'm choosing to be in service to but others. We can't, but see, that's the whole thing about this reality. We have the ability to choose. So if you have the ability to choose, even if you were created to be evil, choose not yeah. to be evil. Well, see, that's, that's my point. At some point, and this is why it was set up the way it was, the way it was set up was those people who are evil – that, that when they choose that, they have to remove themselves from the light and go into darkness. By doing that, that severs the connection to the source because you have to give up all of that within yourself and only have hate. So you have hate, fear, aggression, destruction. That's all you know. Yep. Envy, all those the negative lie, uh, The uh, opposite things. side of hope, love, compassion, empathy. Yes. Right. And yeah, the, the inverted version. Yeah. And that spark yeah. that connects us to the and, one. But that creates that creates yeah. destruction. Because yeah. when you go onto those negative spirals, you will self-destruct. Yeah. Because all of them are destructive yes. in the long term. Right. And that so the so the 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 get out of free jail card that they have on that side is to then know what we already know on this side. Okay. So on yeah. say I'm in service to others and my, so I believe that I was created to help others to ascend myself and, and everyone else. So while I'm ascending, I'm also trying to help other people to do the same because I'm in service to others. If I were in service to self, I completely am, uh, don't believe in that. So now I, I swat away the God. There is no God. I don't believe in that wholeheartedly. And then I can only ascend to a certain level of ascension mm -hmm on that side and you can never go past that until you come to the realization that okay this is as far as i can go this is the hell this is the purgatory and that happens halfway through the sixth density it cannot go further because they were never created to be able to get anywhere near the source because all of this was just a game that was being played out by the source to, to for all of us who are the source to test ourselves by coming down and being mind wiped and then having to go through all of this to remember who we are. And we're yeah. trying to shine. It's a natural progression. Yes. And you know what? And that's Jesus what came we, down. He said, I came here legally because yeah. he came the same way. We all came here. He was born Mike was here. Saying, yeah. Mike was saying something earlier about that's what he was saying. I'm just sitting here preparing to die. And I was yeah. thinking about that. And I was actually thinking about doing like a presentation and a video on it on YouTube, but I didn't, I didn't get around to that yet. Anyway, well, why not? really, I we do need to prepare because, our uh, minds saw... when we die. I feel like we do yeah. need to pretend, prepare because if we don't and we end up in this rigid place when we're dead or this place of non-belief, like, and that means a lot of it's faith in like you and the source that you're connected whole, yeah. to, right? Yeah, the higher yeah. self, the higher well, well, think, creator, think about, well, think about this. The worst on, judge finish, that you have finish, is please, yourself. Please, Imagine being in a cell just by yourself, just thinking about yourself with nothing else, just you contemplating your lives over and over and over again. You judge yeah. yourself worse than anybody else does. Yeah, that's why you have to be able exactly. to exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I was getting at. Is that's I want to get to a certain way, when you get to that place. Are you ready for? Are you ready to to pass to that right to that higher dimension, whatever dimension that is, right. Um, right. that more ascended place, right? Because that's there's a lot of people that do get stuck. And it may take them, you know, in our in our con, uh, conception or uh, perception. perception of it, it's really about, you know, years and, and it could be years that you go on. And, that, you know, that's what we call ghosts, which I hopefully Leonard's going to bring on some paranormal uh, people here pretty soon because that that'd be fun to learn about and spirits. Yep. 
right? I love that. I love delving into that too, especially in my work. I got a ton of people I could talk about that because I've I've, yeah. I've been psychic my entire life and I've always been able to see lots of uh, spirits. Well, Peter's, yeah. Peter's group is great in that because uh, the, yep. the group that, that you uh, actually introduced me to, Peter's group, yep. um, that's man, oh man, the stuff yeah. that they, they got. I we mean, my, my cell phone is, is banging all the time because they're talking back and forth to each other, sending yep. YouTube links and everything else. It's complete. That group's, that group's like way awake. I got to get some of them on here, right? They're, yeah. they're just waiting for us well, to pull well, them Peter, out. Peter is right. one of them. He's in the chat. Yep. So, you know, yep. you can bring Peter on because he actually yep. took pictures of the, the spirits that surround him whenever he uh, is. In I'm actually I was just talking yeah. to Peter the other day, and I'm actually going to produce him on a show where he's going to be the, the host talking to people. Uh, we just set that up. I told nice. him, dude, you've been working on this forever since I've known you, you deserve yeah. this. I will, I will right. do everything. I will produce your show. You come up with a name, you line up guests. We'll come up with a time when the both of us can do it and I'll produce your show. And he's all excited. So you're going to, he, you're going to see those conversations that you nice. see in that group. You're going to start seeing those live. Okay. Yeah. So that's going nice. to be some good stuff. All right, brother. Hey, brothers, I've got to, we've got to sign off. I've got a couple other things I've got to do. Um, still, oh man, it's, oh, that's not, it's only close to seven. All right. So I can, I got time. You're so like, anyway, wait a minute, I got a little bit more time, right? Yeah, I wanted to leave yeah, everybody we're, we're less, you, you had mentioned, you had mentioned two hours. We're at 147. So we're getting close to, to, yeah, I'm getting close. So <laughs> I tried to make it go as long. There's a lot of chaos going on. I, I just, I just want to thank you tonight. It was a, a great night. The conversation was yep. uh, deep, funky. And, with uh, excess uh, fireworks uh, from nature as well. I, I love the thunder and lightning. I do. That's some of my favorites. I, so. I tried to mute some of it so it wouldn't block out Leo because he was on some good points. I'd see that light flash, and so I'd mute my things. <laughs> it was a good thing. Tonight was a good night. Aaron, sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off again. But yeah, I just wanted to say the cause and effect of everything. Whatever we – there is an effect to every cause and then a cause to every effect. That's right. Just karma. Yeah. Whatever you you want to throw shit out, you're gonna get shit back in your face, right? One way or another. You want to throw that love out, and you want to throw ingenuity out, or whatever good virtue you, you have. You sow, right? Your intention yeah, drives you your life. You sow, exactly. Yes. Yep. We create and our own. I think realities. it's important we all understand your that. Energy, understand that works constantly your energy, your energy, your love, resonance will feed back to you. It will yep. feed back to you, and it's even yep. biblical. It says, you know, if you give a. a uh, one dinar to somebody, it'll come not immediately, but eventually, karmically, let's say, because the Indians right. actually saw the. Well, you the write it into your physiology. System, right? yeah. It will build around to where that person well, feels. Well, would you have to realize? We're putting out there. It's, a hack. it's a hack for life, really. Yeah, yeah well, you know, you have to realize people will, will say, you know, oh man, my life sucks and there's it's so bad and there's all this shit happening. Yeah, to you've me. been putting shit out into you're, life. Yeah, for a long you, time. you made the decisions yeah. in your life that put you into that place. Yeah. If you're hanging right. out with those people that you know are like gangbangers or whatever, you know, oh, well, I'm stuck because I grew up in that neighborhood. You're never stuck. You're only stuck because yeah. you think you're stuck. That's the point of this exercise. We have a Super Bowl champion who grew up in a gangbanger's neighborhood. Right. He ended up changing his fucking life. Look at Ice T, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. Perception. Right, I mean, really. Just, yeah. another, but yes, one. cause and effect. Think about this this week. Yeah. We're gonna go next week. We're probably gonna go into uh, correspondence. Correspondence. That one gets really deep too. So, Ooh, thank you yeah, all, I'll, and uh, much love I'll, to all I'll be of you listening watching. more than commenting on that one. That I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll be learning next but, week. Uh, right. Anyway, y'all have a great night. I'm gonna sign yes. off. Uh, Norma, do you want anything to say? You want to find me? Go to psychic www.psychicshaman333.com. I'll be putting everything in the show notes um, on the anchor, so it'll be on. Uh, what is it, Leo? Help me out. 
It's on. Uh, you're on D Live. You're on yeah. Facebook. You're on. Right, uh, talking, yeah, the, the podcast I'll be uploading later, and that's just the audio. So if you want to go right. to the auto, audio, go give us some. You know, go over there on uh, Spotify and Apple and give us a. Uh, Give us a rating. Give us a five star. Get us up there. And I also put these shows up on my podcast that shoots out to the world. And so when you when you go to MP3 file podcast, wherever you are in the world, when you go there, you'll see it titled Skull Island in the name of the show and the episode number instead of Orion Rising. Right. So you go there and you'll see Orion Rising show and then you'll see a Skull Island. Right. You know, right below it. And and then, you know, so one one a week, you'll you'll see that. uh, So there. So go go there. He's going to start putting this up. That's what Aaron's talking about. So go and find Skull Island. Don't just do it off of mine. But if you've right. already had listening to mine, that'll kind of give you the, the link to go over there. Go and find Skull Island wherever you listen to it in case you can't watch us on the uh, MP4 uh, uh, version uh, or you're just turning it on trying to listen to us. You don't have to do that. You can go over there to the to the MP3 file yeah. and uh, listen to the show that way. Uh, I get more listeners doing that than I do on the on MTV or on TV on YouTube and and right. uh, Facebook, I get more yeah. listeners on on the MP3 well, it's like file. You always say, Leo, share it out, share it out, share it out. Share it out, share it out, share it out. You get it out everywhere. Share it out. Share it out. Good. Got to get it out there. It's the only way people can hear it is to put it out there. That's right. right. Yeah. And you can find me out. anywhere. Just Google it, I guess. I mean, I don't Mystic, love Google why anymore, but it's a Mystic Norms. Well, oh no, you just put the Mystic. Okay, sorry. Mystic Norms, N O R M Z. You know, because cool. Just kidding. Cool. It's cool. But uh, yeah, you can just, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on, you, you know, you can find me just about just anywhere. Just Google it. It's so, worth a yeah, Google. Or worth duck, a Google. Duck, duck, or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you got a VPN, do You're getting married well. here in the area. Yeah. I, I, I do it. weddings. If you, you know, if you're, if your county allows you to do it online, I do online weddings as well. Uh, I do all kinds of different ceremonies. I will be doing a new moon ritual this evening. Happy new moon in Pisces, everyone. Yes, happy new um, moon in Pisces. And yeah, and Lent. That's it for me. And Lent. And There's yeah, all the all the other beautiful ways we can look at the magic yeah, happening. So if you guys are walking today. around out there in the world today and you see people with the ash in the form of yeah. a cross on their head or an X on their head, and you're like, what are these people got dirt on their head for? Those are Catholics or Christians, and they're, and they're getting the, the Ash Wednesday uh, cross on their head. It because uh, today's starting Lent. From... We from ashes, ashes to ashes. I mean, it's yes, yep. the end. It's yep. symbolizing we're we're deciding to give up what this carnal life exceeds uh, or demands from us, and trying to find a more a deeper, spiritual spiritual awareness yep. of reality itself. I'm gonna, I'm so, in, that, in that religion, yeah, see you guys later. You can end right, it if you yeah, want. So, in, in the in the Christian tradition, what Mike's talking about there is Thanks, that's exactly Aaron. what that is. That's the that's the the proverbial giving up of this life for uh, spirituality. So, so the beginning of Lent being today would literally be the start of, of this year's cycle for you to do just that, and then you give something up, and then or then that's supposed to be a metaphoric uh, ideology for you as a soul starting to you know it's give up like this life that's holding you in place it's, it's prioritizing something it's something it's saying yeah. he's more important than this other thing that i assumed was yep. really important in my life and later yep. on you find out that that thing isn't really that important because you can do without it yep eventually that's right. our purpose so um, yeah so that's the and as you see i put up there what peter said where god's moving his furniture he was referring to the thunder and lightning 
that we oh, were hearing from you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving that's furniture, we're, we're rumbling stuff around, right? Exactly. Oh, that was funny. We put that He's up. He's moving a lot of furniture, and and uh, oh, Julie, Norma, and and uh, Aaron are in Utah. She yeah, had asked the exactly. question, "What state are you in, Norma?" She's oh, in. Yeah. They're in Utah. Um, I'm not sure what part. I think they were. In, I think they said northern Utah, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but I know that they're kind of in that weird area, like you know where. Uh, Blind Frog Ranch and, and Skinwalker Ranch. That's up in the north of Utah. They're about 20 miles apart from each other, by the way. Um, they close to Skinwalker Ranch? That's I think they area. are. I'm not sure. I'll, th- I'll have to ask him because I thought I heard Aaron say something about them living in northern Utah. Now, it could be the west side of Utah. So we don't want to dox them. They're, they're out yeah. there somewhere in the middle of the mountains. They got some beautiful pictures yeah. of the yeah, snow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. In the south of Brazil. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen those shows, you should take a look at them. The the um, Skinwalker Ranch is on History Channel, Ooh, uh, man. and That's and then Blind Frog place. Ranch is, I think, on History or Discovery. You should look them up. <laughs> Blind Frog, Blind Frog Ranch. Yeah, they called it that. I haven't heard of that one. The that ranch is 20 miles north of Skinwalker Ranch. It's in the same basin, the same Utah basin. Which the, means they get the, the same visitations. Yeah. Yes, and and what that is, that basin is the basin. It was an Indian uh, basin, and the Indians there, there were two different tribes, and one was a warlike tribe, and the other one was not, but they got pissed off at the warlike tribe, and they cursed them. So what they did was they cursed the land uh, with skinwalkers, with uh, nefarious uh, energies, and that entire basin was that property. So. So between those two, so there's all kinds of weird, crazy stuff that goes on at both those ranches. And they named it Blind Frog Ranch because they were trying to figure out the, the legend is like El Dorado and the gold that was taken from the, the Aztecs and hidden away from Cortez in different places. And, and it was given to their, their neighbors, Native American tribes around the United States. So it's no coincidence that there's legends of of underground and in caves like in the Grand Canyon, this vast amount of treasure that was found, it was hidden there by the natives. And then that's not very far away from uh, Utah because the Four Corners is Arizona. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Been so the Colorado Corners. River is yeah, there and it's on the way of the, the trail Imagine, back you can just walk to in Utah. In your four states. It yes. And incredible. so if you do that and you look there and you go towards Utah, uh, into Utah and, and past the Great Lakes or the, the Salt Lake, uh, uh, up there, uh, that whole area was all owned by the Native Americans, and they took all the treasure from uh, Central and South America and hid it away from the the Spanish, yeah. and and then most of it was never found. So they found a cave. Well, the Mormons have been using it for a long time, I guess. Well, th- I think a lot of it has been like the stuff from the Grand Canyon was was found, and the guy who found it disappeared. So I think that the powers that should not be have taken most of that stuff and used it on their own. But oh, yeah. they found this cave, again, we and they were drilling down. And when they drilled down, uh, they they got into this cave system, but it was all this water. They had already done underground uh, seismic everything they needed to do and and these guys said there was a there was a, a cavernous uh um underground space that was seven different caverns long and the legend said that there were seven entrances to these seven caves that had this treasure in it and they okay. found one of them and when they drilled down uh all this water came up they had this big pit and they drilled down and the next day it filled up with water so they went in and they realized that when the water came up a bunch of soot and silt came up with it it plugged the hole but it also brought up a whole bunch of frogs and they were blind because they lived underground Ground and they've without. been there for a long time. So they had no need for eyes to see. So they were blind. So they called it the blind frog ranch because of that. And that I just sense. was watching the first season 
and or the second season and uh they actually drilled it down into that and then went got the soot out and went down into that uh, and realized that there was this, all this cavern and this, this stuff. So they well had to figure out another way in. They're looking for a dry entrance. So then they found another entrance that was water. And they went and they, so they drilled down. They found another one that was in the same cave uh, section. So they went down there and it opened up into a bigger expanse. And they found human uh, a block and tackle. They found a box that was created out of timbers, out of uh, trees that was tied together by humans. And it was literally a box with a lid and there was rocks inside of it. When they pulled the rocks out of it, they found that it had, I don't remember what it was called, but it looks just like mercury, this liquid metal. Wow. That, okay. that looks like mercury. That's not mercury. And the only way you can get the, the stuff out of a rock is to fire it. You have to, you have to smelt it and the heat leaches out just like you get gold or silver out yeah. of a rock same way but it's this other substance that is not uh, uh it's another but it looks just like mercury right. and it's just this liquid and it actually uh will move and attach you have to have like three or four spots yeah, of it's, it it's, it's freezing temperature is much much lower than yeah so so it, but, it, but it's almost coherent Okay. The energy right. seeks out other portions of itself and, and bonds with it. So you oh, have wow. what you have is they were showing them where they had like four or five bubbles. Like reconstructive. And yeah, and then it would find the other one and go boop and go into a bigger bubble. And then it would reach out for this other one and go boop and bring it into the collective, into a bigger bubble. And then another one boop and it would do that until it was all back together on, as as one big giant bubble every time that you separate it. That looks like Terminator 2, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? So they don't, but they know that this stuff's valuable. They, I don't remember what it's called, but it's really valuable. So there was an entire stash of yeah. this underwater that they found in this box that see, was probably six question, foot by six foot by ten feet tall. See, then we we understand that civilizations hundreds, if not thousands, of years ago had this material that we can't necessarily even make or fathom well, today. And what's and crazier is it. they found these these kiln sites on the side in their on their property on the side of the uh, of the one of the ridges where they were smelting so they were mining this stuff and smelting this stuff and and it yeah. had been going on they said it could have been 500 years ago when they were doing this so it was definitely I've, native americans yeah definitely native americans doing. possibly 500 years ago and they're trying to figure out the timeline now they're going to try and bring in people experts to find out when the rocks were fired because they have all this soot on them it True. was a kiln so it was you can actually carbon date that. And so they're going to try and carbon date it, but I haven't gotten to that yet because that, that's, that's on the next episode, which just aired, and I haven't watched it. So uh, the same thing was happening in Skinwalker Ranch where they're finding out that uh, there is stuff there, and every time they disturb the ground, they have all these anomalies, and the government is in there watching everything that they do. And it was really odd. On their property uh, up there in Utah, a guy took one of the guys from the Blind Frog Ranch and showed him a spot that has a disc embedded in the ground from NASA and the year and what they called that base they had there. That NASA was there in that basin in Utah back in the 80s, and they were doing experiments on all the gravitational pull and all the stuff that was going on there. So our government's aware of it. So while they were filming... They, they're getting flybys. They had uh, four attack helicopters fly less than 100 feet off the deck, fly by them. While that was happening, someone, quote unquote, was back at their base camp ransacking the base camp looking for something and just, just tossed everything. Didn't take Holy anything shit. that they could find, but tossed everything. And that was going on while they were being distracted by the helicopters flying by overhead.
how deep does the rabbit hole go? Right, and that's the that's the whole question. So, so what is buried down there? They've already discovered there's something there that's been there for about 500 years, and it's really expensive. They're, they're trying to get down into this, uh, trying to find a dry opening. And what they're doing is very smart. They're using radiation. Radiation experts say that radiation, con- uh, uh, like water or air, seeks the path of, a path of less resistance. And radiation mm-hmm. left to its own sources in land will follow the land's uh, um, weakest points. And where that happens is like you have uh, two valleys come together, right? At the bottom of that valley where the split is in the land is the weakest point. And so the radiation would travel along that weakest point. And what that means is when there's, if the radiation gets into the water, it gets dispersed. But if it's not in water, it looks for the seeks the path of less resistance. So it finds the places that are don't, see the that don't have water. And cracks in the, yes. in the stone. And what and, and what, they, what they discovered the is, if they what they discovered is, if they find the place where they can detect radiation, that would suggest there's a cave entrance somewhere that they could go into, possibly a mine that they Absolutely. were drilling. And that's what they show, which is on the next episode that they find. A, a cave entrance at some point on their property, and they, and they believe that was a mine that somebody was mining that ore and other ore at the same time. They're trying to figure out what all was there—gold, silver, whatever else was there. Uh, of course, they're treasure hunters just like or, anybody else. Now, question is, what is that ore good for? I mean, right. they 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 smelted it out of the stone. Right. It's buried in the bottom of of a cavern that's hard to reach. It's full what of water. Was used, what was used for? Yeah, and that's what they're trying to figure it out. And I forgot the name of it. I'm going to look it up because I know that it's on the periodic table of elements. But then again, we also have element 105 or 103 that was um, what uh, they were trying to synthesize the the ship's... um, Fuck, I, I forgot the guy's name. He was on Joe. Oh, no, you're talking about Uno and Pentium. That's uh, that's uh, 116, and that's Bob Lazar. Yeah, yeah. Bob Lazar, that's that's the guy. Okay, the the uh, unknown, which now is known and synthesizable, yeah. that allowed for the that's the crash. time travel for going uh, opening a wormhole, exactly, yeah. and, and being able, or not just time travel, but the wormhole first to be able oh, to the, go the, from one see, place to another. It was gravitational moving. lensing yeah. because that's that's you, you don't really want to go through a wormhole. That's really hard to create. If you can create gravitational lensing, you can travel um, without moving wherever you want. Yeah, exactly. and that was that was what moving. if you watch or read uh, Frank Herbert's book Dune, uh, or watch the movies, that was what that was about: being able to con- bend space to move from one place in the universe to another without even moving by folding space. Because you're and then you're you not just going faster than the speed of light because you're not moving. You're not moving. Technically, the space yeah. around you is inducing they, they you. They hinted into... at that. They hinted at that in the last Star Trek movie, the one before, the where they first picked up Scotty uh, in in the past, where the timeline had shifted, right? And so we had I the new Kirk, new Kirk, right, where his father died at at uh, at Kittimir, uh, and uh, <laughs> I know, right? You're like, oh my God, Leo actually knows that crazy shit. So, <laughs> so, so um, I knew that shit too, and that's the craziest thing about right? it, right? So right. now that they have that timeline, Spock went back in time, right, and then and then. Uh, he was talking to, to they were trying to to uh, they were in warp and they were trying to uh, catch up to the Enterprise and beam on board. But the Enterprise was in, in warp. And so they said, well, hold on uh, here. Check this equation. And uh, and Spock gave Scotty his own equation <laughs> that Scotty invented in a different timeline. 
And he said, it never occurred to me to think about space as the thing that was moving, not the enterprise. Yep. And that was the secret to being able to transport somebody through the the teleporter while they were in warp because it's not the ship that's moving, it's space that's moving. Exactly. So so in in different movies, they're trying to tell you this stuff, right? They're trying to integrate that in there, sneak it in secretly, but you don't notice it if you don't know what you're looking for. It's esoteric, right? So so that was one of those things where they were trying to show people that it's not – that, that you know going through a wormhole isn't that you're traveling faster than the speed of light you're just moving from one place to another and in dune that's who controlled the spice he who controls the spice controls the universe because, because when you become one with the spice the spice the spice allows you to to ascend to that place to be able to control the universe with creation right so that was the whole purpose of of uh, what's his name's character in that um uh, what's his name uh, 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 atreides his character in that he became the savior. He became the Jesus character in there. He became the controller of the universe. And that's when he said to the, to the witches, look to that place where you dare not look and you'll find me yeah. staring back at you. And that was, I am the one now. I am in control of the universe. I'm, I have ascended high enough he to take on that role. And you guys have been trying them. to do that, but you've been trying to manipulate everybody else. Why? Because they were not had creation in them. They had they to manipulate those who had creation within them to control them. Same thing that's going on with this matrix. That's the entire objective of this matrix that they're creating. Yeah. They're trying to create a new one because uh, right. we're breaking out of the old one. Right. So, well, that and, and that too. But they're, they're trying to create bullshit. a new one where they're integrated into it and they're trying to push themselves into the joints, but they don't have the, they don't have the connection. Happy. You'll and all they have happy. to do to have the connection is to become good and give up their evil ways and they will immediately get, regain the connection. And they'll regain their their uh, place yeah. in source. They have to accept. Uh, first of all, it's it's repentance, which means you recognize your own bullshit. Yes. Try and be better. Uh, and two, you accept somebody else actually paid for your shit because you can't pay for your shit yourself. The shit you've done is right. too much for the shit that you can actually pay back. Your karmic fucking load is well beyond what you can fucking tolerate because everyone's proven that except for. Buddha and some others that ascended themselves individually. They didn't pay anybody else's debt. They paid their own. Or they tried to make their karmic cycle as light as possible to where they could actually handle it. But for most people, your karmic cycle is too fucking heavy. Right. Somebody else already did that, but what you got to do is focus, give them thanks and say, I'll try to be a better fucking person. That's the whole objective. Right. looking within and changing yourself. You can't yes. change society. You can only change yourself. By changing yourself, you will change society. Yes. Because you'll change the perspective and attitude of your family, of your friends, of those around you. Their perspectives will change those around them. And eventually you will have yep. an effect on that little bubble that you call a community that will eventually grow to a society if you keep feeding the good resonance into it. And that's right. why we, we got to... Get rid of the stuff. I mean, I've, I've been using your phrase over and over again because it just stuck in my in my mind. Not being in service to self, but being in service to others. Yep. That's that's your phrase, and, and I've been repeating it. No, it's uh, not mine. I didn't make that up. That came from uh, Raw. I so. first heard it from <laughs> yeah. you, Leo. Yeah. So to me, I first it, heard it from from Raw. That's right. That's that was, But I had heard it kind of not being put exactly that way. 
uh, before, and that's what I was calling the way, and that comes from the Dow. It's the same thing. Yeah. So and, and yeah. So you heard I, it from I, me I, first, but but and the bizarre thing is Raw was saying that over and over. But see, my my uh, bizarre thing is because I'm looking through you know Stoicism and Christianity and everything else, and whenever I'm trying to introspect and find out that we're creating our own heaven on earth, and and all of a sudden you recognize the Dow, and and you're right because I did study the ta- the Tao. Yeah. I, I call it the Tao, not the Dao, but you're absolutely right. Dao is also uh, a name for it. Uh, yeah. And yes, I had studied that, and it made a lot of sense to me at the time. Um, the thing about all these other things that they work on well, small see, the, communities. The, the, the pronunciation of that is just one of those things that's kind of a misnomer. It's spelled with a T, so most people say Tao, but it's actually pronounced with the, like the, not the T-H. Dao, so it's not exactly. Dao, Dao, yeah. Which, yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, yeah. I see it and. For example, I still uh, do Ta- it too. Sometimes I say the Tao and I, and I, you um, know, the Taoism and I'm like, wait, it's Taoism because it's the Tao Di Ching, which means the, the way. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's, I got started with that, with uh, the, the Tao of physics um, yeah. written by uh, Fritz Goff um, Kapper. Um, and he had a couple of other books that were mind fucking bending. And, and so that got me interested in those other aspects of it as well. And right. So right. On all those words. Uh, but all of those, I found out that they work on small communities in certain time frames and certain realities to where their mindset was able to do. You can't really expand many of those things on a No, most of that scale, stuff breaks down on a larger scale. It doesn't exactly. matter what it is. Yeah. That's and the, why problem I, is, the problem is big, if you, as long as we have ego, then that means that we have people that are narcissistic. See, that's, that's why I got back yeah. to Christianity because that's the only one yeah. to where I found out that it doesn't break down over time or over vast populations because right. being kind to others and accepting from the source and right. knowing that your light isn't yours, your light is coming from the source. And so as long as you're connected and trying to make this place a better place to be, right. you will continue to have the strength to make this place a better place to be. Right. And that doesn't well, and that message is true in, in most of your religions that are positive, Absolutely. all of your religions yeah. that are positive. Because they're all talking the about the same source because right. there is only one source. And it's just like like Aaron said on 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 a on a smaller level. It's just flavors. It's different semantics as to what dynamic you feel best with or or were raised with. It's, it's it doesn't like, change the overall message. It's that was a, that was the point that I wanted to mention yeah. uh, about the guy with the biometrics in two thousand because one of the things that I talked about him. So I'm like I'm looking for truth, but not from one perspective. Now it, it's like you look at a GPS signal. A GPS right. signal depends on three or five different satellites and it does the triangulation between those to find out your exact, your exact location. Right. And that's the way I try and find truth. I look at it from different perspectives and what they have in common has something of value there. And so you focus on that, that they have in common and what they all have in common is love thy neighbor. Yep. And, they, and see that you have to realize that with everything because they try to corrupt everything to mask that exact uh, thing that they all have in common so that you won't see it. They try to take that away. That's why most of the Dead Sea Scrolls, the ones that were actually telling you straight up, this is what's going on, was pulled out. Either they didn't understand them or they didn't fit their narrative. And a lot of it was they, they didn't, didn't fit, their, fit narrative. their narrative. Yeah. Uh, however, the Book of Enoch just let people know too much shit and they didn't want anybody to know about yeah, what's same thing really with the running this planet. The same thing with the book of truth. The book of truth literally tells Jesus Christ's story from the beginning of Jesus's creation to now. And they don't want people to know that one because that story tells the real story. I'm not now, just that one Jesus I haven't on heard about um, the, the book, book of, of truth. truth. Look it up. 
All right, I'll look that yeah. one up. That's, uh, that's there's one on YouTube that I really like, but that's because I get high. But it has it has someone else reading it, and it shows oh, yeah. you the words on the screen. Well, the Book of Truth, the, the version that I watch, they have Holy Mary standing like this and fire going around her body. Uh, and that's me, very send metaphoric. Me that link one of these days. I will. I'll do that when I, after I get done here. After we get done, Perfect. I'll send you that link to that. Uh, because yeah, I sat there, you know, and then you should also uh, look at the Book of Judas as well. Uh, because the I've book of read Judas that one. Tells, you know that read, one. So that tells yeah, the story that, that Judas wasn't evil. Judas is going to be venerated as the, the he, savior he to the took, savior. He, he had to do the things yeah. that he had to do. Um, however, he's got his own. He was the only one that was truly loyal to Jesus. And that's why Jesus said to him, you have to do this because you're the only one of my disciples that will actually do it. Yeah, because nobody else would want to give him up. They're um, all gonna, yeah, they're all gonna give themselves up, or they're gonna they give him up. They're... But they didn't, but they didn't understand that he had to be given up. Yes, otherwise that, that it was the plan. Work. He had to be given up. Someone had to do it because so he had to orchestrate it himself. But he couldn't have it shown that way because he couldn't have people seeing that. It had to be somebody that was given up and that he got caught, and that way it would solidify. Because if, if they told everybody that then. If they said he did this on purpose, those people were not ready to understand what we're ready to understand they now. They weren't ready. Weren't anywhere near it. They could barely understand what he was saying. We get all that because we have learned far more and have evolved far more than where they were 2,000 years ago. So even me as a kid reading the story, I was in a place even then to understand what was going on far better than they were. Well, see, the, the thing is that he also put it in parables. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven if you don't enter as a child. Why? Because right. your mentality to where you're going to understand, you know, in the myths and fables and, and you're going to believe things other than uh, adults who, who are like doubting Thomas. I'm not going to believe that he's back until I put my finger in his and one of the things that Jesus said. One of, one of my worst and one of my worst memories is having my best friends doubt me. Right. That was worse than the actual stabbing after he was dead. It was people saying, right. no, I don't believe you. Uh, what do you yeah, mean? I don't know that guy. I, I haven't I haven't told you that was Peter. That was a whole nother story. Oh, shut right. up, Peter. You're gonna deny me three times before the cock grows. Quit being an arrogant son of a bitch. Right. Um, yeah, know? Peter was in it to go to war. He wanted a conventional <laughs> war and overthrow the Romans. Well, yeah. but that that was also Barabbas. Barabbas was also venerated because he yeah. was doing the holy war. He was killing yeah. the, the Romans. Um, yeah. but it's not about the war, it's about the peace. It's about right. the understanding comprehension. Whenever they said, oh, but your people don't, you know, they're not fasting and, and they're drinking and, and, and that sort of thing. You know, he was uh, having dinner uh, when there was a tax collector who was too fucking short. And then the guy, but he climbed up a tree and he says, climb down from that tree. I'm having dinner at your place tonight. So get everything ready. Tax collector. Nobody. Why are you having dinner at his place? Because he wants to learn and I'm here to allow him to grow. Yep. So I'm going to have give him the information to allow him to grow if he wants to. And right. so I guarantee you he went into those places and he wasn't doing what other people went in there because he wasn't in there in the body. He was in there talking to each individual soul going, look, your life can be better if you do this, this, that, and the other. If you yep. give up the stupid shit that you're doing and you focus on the good things that are building up on your life, your life can actually be what you want it to be versus you being everyone's fucking slave. Right. You know? so, right. But he had to get that message through to a people that were completely asleep. There was see, not, like there was, you said, like, I'm not here to say the circle. Philistines and the Pharisees. They already know the law. They right. just have to follow it. I'm here yep. to actually educate those who don't right. save 
the the ones that are forgotten and marginalized. Yeah. Right. That's the objective. And, and out of his group of people, only Judas was the one that was awake enough to understand what was going on. Whereas today, if Jesus popped up today, there would be a million people or more, maybe even a billion people that would immediately go, yeah, we get what you're saying. Well, there's two billion people on the planet who claim to be Christians. So you would assume that close to that would already be on board. But it would be even out of the people that are non-Christians, you would have a lot of people that are millions and billions of people that are awake in enough the, to where they the would end, see that. In for the what end, it is. every knee shall bow. Yeah. Because the source will make everyone recognize its power. Well, and if you and if you remember uh, in the movie Ben Hur, they made sure to show that when Judah Ben Hur was being taken to the slave ship, uh, the uh, wrongfully, of course, by his best friend who wanted to screw his wife. Anyway, so when Judah Ben Hur was well, that was, never happened back in the day. No, 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 no. no. But this supposed to be a true story. So well, he is being whipped at one point. And he hasn't had any water, and they're being mean to him just because the boss told them to. And the Romans are whipping uh, Judah ben Hur. Jesus shows up and stops to get water and sees Judah ben Hur needs water and goes over to give him water. And the Roman centurion says, you there, not him. He doesn't get any water. Don't give him that water. And Jesus ignores him and has his back to the Roman centurion on a horse. And he hands the water to Jesus, or I'm sorry, to Judah, Judah ben Hur, and Judah ben Hur drinking the water. And he looks up at Jesus. And when he does, the Roman whacks, goes to whack Jesus. And Jesus turns around and looks at him. And the Roman stops dead and looks into his eyes and then freezes and is in fear. And Judah sees that, looks back up you know, over at Jesus, looks up at the centurions. They're all completely in fear and you can see the look on judah's face of wow and they get they whip him they whip judah judah ben her to get him to go and he barely even feels it they had to whip him a second time he's too entranced in jesus's eyes and then they when they whipped him a second time he flinched and looked at them like what are you doing and then realized oh i'm still tied up by a rope and they're pulling me away from jesus but nobody touched jesus and they all just backed away from him because he didn't give them that power at that time. That's right. Because he was a creator. He was a source at that point. And so he just looked yep. at them and said, I know your soul. I know. Yeah. Back off. Yeah. And they all your just time like, isn't now. It was literally like dad showed up in the, in the room when everybody was fighting and dad didn't have to do anything. He just looked everybody off. And that's what happened. I was like, what? So they made a point to put that in that in that movie. Though That's another little hint of the power and majesty but see, that's how same. he can be so pacific, because yeah. that power resides in him. The most yeah. volatile and totalitarian, abusive people are usually the weakest and most worthless human beings. Most in fearful existence. people, absolutely. Because they work evil. out of fear. They're in service to self. That's all they can understand. Whenever that's you a, become yeah. powerful, self-sustaining, and be able, you're not going to beat on anybody else because you don't right. fucking have to. But at the right. same time, you're not going to allow anyone to beat on you or any one of yours because right. they fucking can't. Right. Face me and do right. your shit. Like, like you, you turn to the people. You're about to stone this woman. And this is something that the CCP is actually rewriting the Bible last week um, to where there's a passage where he tells everyone, he who is without sin cast the first stone. I guarantee you that he scanned that audience and those people, and he looked in the eye of every single one of those. Yep. Who is without sin cast? Yeah. First, so are you? No, I, 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 
don't look at me. Sorry. No. Right. No. Because then the, the look was penetrating and showing them inside their mind where their sin was. And they had no control over that. And they, they fear that because exactly. he made them see it just by looking at them. Because we, I know your fear, sin. We fear our own judgment because we've done some fucked up shit in our life. No matter right. who the fuck you are. We right. sin 10,000 times a day in thought, word, and deed. Right. So just a bad thought that you actually have about somebody is fucked yeah. up shit. So, right. and if it builds up into the three energy levels to action, then dude, you need some fucking treatment. Um, Cause the right. action is the destructive part, but even thinking about it creates the potentiality in the multiverse for that to happen. So yeah. that's why we actually have to control our thoughts above our emotions. Because yes. our emotions many times take us in directions that we do not want to fucking go. Right. But, but right. Well, uh, you know, it's it's, it's kind of scary because the, the more I become awake, the older I get, the more I realize that people in the past did, actually knew what was going on more than we thought they did. Like, for instance, the Temple Knights, they had believed back then there was so much evil in the world that the very air they were breathing had evil in it and their thoughts had evil in it. They believed that. And now when you look at it, they were right. <laughs> they were right. They were right. They actually the really, they air. understood that their they reality that they were in was evil and they that these people it. were controlling it. They felt it. They yeah. felt the resonance. They felt that evil that penetrates everything. Yeah. Okay? And it takes over everything. And if you're yeah. not careful, you don't even recognize it, but because it's part of reality, it's the way things are. No. No, it's telling a little truth with many lies. They tell you just enough truth to get, to get you to you buy into it. Yep. And then they hit and you with all the lies that are bullshit. You know, I mean, look at, for instance, let's go back to, to simple politics. The The entire Democratic Party from the from 2016 until last night was... Defund the police. Defund the police. Open borders. Open borders. Deal uh, stop all oil drilling. Green New Deal. Going to electric. Right? And so we shut off all of our... And then we got last oil. night going, oh, and, wait, we you know, need to secure our border. We need to be self-producing. Then become Donald Trump. If you listen to Donald Trump's last speech when he was the president or the one before that or his speech when he was trying to become the president, no, actually, everything they, he they actually, said is what the Democratic Party last actually, night turned actually, on. part of it, he copied it. Why? Because Biden yeah. copies everything. That's part of not his having... Spe his speech was plagiarized from Donald Trump. He was even we, saying the same he was, he was already sued 20 years ago for plagiarizing shit. 40 years yep. ago. So he's already famous for plagiarizing shit. Yep. That's who Biden is. Yep. Let's go, Brandon. Um, yeah. Hashtag let's go, Brandon. Yeah. It is, so it's so scary how that... And I said this right when COVID was about to go away, but I, I don't know if I said it on air. Um, I did. I actually texted uh, a couple of the guys at Fox News and told them this, uh, and they they're agreeing with it. As soon as this stuff started happening, where COVID was on the wane, uh, and the and the Republicans were starting to uh, take up the mantle That's that the Democrats used to run on on they COVID in the midterms, right? They and, Russia. Well, and okay, to go there, yes. So by by, let's look at that. So Joe Joe Biden gets into office his very first day, but between the first day and the fourth day that he had sold, he had signed over seven. And he ended up doing 158 presidential uh, edicts. And in that, he <laughs> shut down 70,000 factories that Donald Trump had reopened that, that Joe Biden, when he was the vice president under Barack Obama, had shut down. So all of their energy, all of our textiles, America's not making anything in-house anymore because they shut it all down. That allowed, then they, then, they approved, coming from China. then they approved the pipeline for Russia, and that made Russia the gas station of Europe. 
So they made that happen. Joe Biden made that happen. Cha-ching. Okay. He gave yeah. them the money to do that. Just right. like the money that 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 uh, Barry Sartaro yes, gave to Iran. Because then we Iran. in America was buying oil from Russia, still are to this day. So Germany we put the sanctions is doing on Russia, well. and we're still taking five hundred thousand so gallons. Nobody a else day. can deal with them, but we're going to deal with them. We're going to give yeah. them all your money, but no, y'all can't do anything with because they're right. bad, bad people. Right. But so then, then when the, the shit system. hits the fan and he's invading Ukraine, oh by the way, uh, Joe Biden's son, right? Uh, Joe Biden's son is, is still on the board of Barista, right? And, and that company that he Burisma. created uh, that w- that is that is becoming you know working with these people over over there in China or uh, China and Ukraine, Ukraine. that company that that, uh, that Biden's created was with Whitey Bulger's son, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, but he turned state's and, evidence and John Kerry's son. John Kerry's son turns state's evidence. Okay, right. John Kerry's son turns state's evidence, and that's where they're kind of blowing <laughs> the whistle on this. Nancy Pelosi's daughter works for one of the uh, one of the energy companies in Ukraine on the board, right? Plus, Nancy John Pelosi Kerry's is son is richest... still on the board, right? So is Nancy Mitt Romney. Is... Mitt Romney has a child that's also one of the oligarchs that's they running all in Ukraine. launder money through their kids. Yep. Nancy Pelosi is the richest one among them. Her husband is working on her insider trading. So why would all four of those people be motivated to hate Russia? Because Russia is taking away their money by invading Ukraine. And on top of that, I'm told that there are bioweapons labs throughout Ukraine that the American government owns. And and that's what Putin is attacking now. Why is he not in the major cities already? Because he's had to take care of the American problem first. To cut the money and the control out of yeah, Ukraine. Uh, for example, there was there was a meme that I saw today. There's a 40 kilometer column of tanks and equipment coming in, and yes. there was a meme saying an A10 warthog pilot just drooling, because that, right. that's just perfect. They're all fucking lined up. Yeah. I know, right? I was thinking the same thing. Flyovers. My God, but, yeah. But nobody can do that. All the airports are destroyed, and everything is right. done. And so they're doing it old school. Yeah. So they're making it a, like a, a conventional war, World War One style conventional war. They're, they're going old World War Two style conventional war, uh, and that's true because because if you had like a couple of freaking F 16s and you just you straight up that road, man, eight tens, right? tens will be able to take A-10s. the battery from whoever's shooting at them. Right, they're made. They are tank. Eight tens are tank yep. killers. Yep. that's their fucking primary function. And yep. so they got extra shielding in the bottom so people don't take shit from, from underneath. And right. they got huge fucking cannons in the front to yeah. blow those mother. But none of that is being used. Why? No. Because it's all staged. They all want it. It's all happening because they want it to happen. Well, and needs. the truth is with yeah. these sanctions that everybody's putting on all of this stuff that over there against Russia isn't going to work because America's still buying oil from them. And they know that the answer to this is not to, just America, but all of Europe as well. All of Europe as well. The answer to this is is clearly uh, being ignored because all they have to do is reverse. Do what Trump did. Uh, do what Trump did. Put all those factories into play and take away their money because then which we can sell our product now, to Europe. Original, so Europe's not, original, not having to worry about Russia anymore. Which is what they're trying to do now because their original purpose was to dismantle, destroy, and weaken the United States. Well, yeah, that's, that's why they, they didn't doing, want to do it at all. Was and they were hoping do. no one here would see that and wouldn't talk about it. But those of us over here on this side saw that and were talking about it. And then no, you had the news pick up on it. And right, see, and then the population the started, and then all of a sudden the politicians got scared again. Wait, see, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's take the idea that I was talking about. We need to center ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves. 
we strengthen ourselves and we can strengthen those that are around us, our friends, our neighbors, our family members, and those sort of things. Now, if we take that on a national scale, does that not sound like what Trump was trying to do for America? Let's get our own oil. Let's get our own manufacturing. Let's strengthen ourselves, and then we can worry about everybody else and help everybody else. But we right. got to get good. Pride in your own nation first, and take care of your nation, and then take care of your uh, allies. Then your you can't take care of everybody else if you're weak and vulnerable and needy yourself. Right. Absolutely. You have to be strong. Confident, See, there, therein and lies the problem with the uh, that with is the, the victim mentality versus yep. the get it done mentality. Well, and that's the ego, the ego that they have. You have to remember they can't create, so they can only work within the system and then take the system and dismantle it. They can't make the system better. And it shows perfectly in this regime uh, just how much they're in service to self because they they came in with the idea of turning the world into a communist uh, country. So at first they had to get rid of the American economy and destroy the American dollar. Years. They've right. been doing it for years. They've right. been trying to do it for you. But now they've gotten to that point where they're desperate. So they had to try and take they had to try and take the world over right now. The reason that they're they've been trying to do this over and over and have been unsuccessful is that they've been thwarted at every point and because they're fucking stupid. Look how badly they botched the JFK uh, fucking assassination. Oh, they have fuck. no creative ability, so they think they're smart, they're overconfident, they come up with this master plan. The problem is they're going up against the source of all yep. creation. And they cannot who, who created them and made them predictable to himself and also did not give them the life expectancy that everyone else has that's immortal. So they cannot, but they have a choice. You can become that, but you have to give up your evil ways and turn back towards the light. And you will exactly. be forgiven. But yeah. nobody wants to give up there because it generates too much pleasure to be well and they've convinced themselves that that god doesn't exist because they're closing their eyes i can't see you and i can't hear you la 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 therefore you don't exist and so they're pretending that there is nothing there that they are the ones who are in charge so that they can then justify doing what they're doing but the problem is that even they know in their minds when it comes right down to it that they know something's wrong and that they can't achieve what they're trying to but achieve they can't, but they but keep they can't their face, head against the wall they can't face it and they can't find solutions so they continue to spiral and that's right. where we started two and a half hours ago is those individual right. spirals yep. because they can't get back to the vine they can't continue because well, they don't want grow. to. And then people get stuck there who are asleep. And well, that's what we're here to are very comfortable. And that's why we need to. I mean, fuck, I love drinking. I love smoking and, and everything else. But it, it's it's also a personal death spiral. I can't continue to do that. I mean, I knew when I was 13 that I couldn't continue to smoke my entire life because it's not something that's sustainable. Right. Something that gives you pleasure in the short term. I did the same thing. I smoked until the problem uh, is that, that most 2013. The st statistically, by the age of 28, most people should be able to stop, and I didn't. I promised everybody by 2000 I'd stop because I was 28. I was I was 28. I was too old to be doing stupid shit, and I needed to think about larger life. Well, guess what? Right. That was 20 fucking years ago, and I'm still fucking smoking. In fact, more than before. Um, so, yeah, April 6th, 2013. That was when I was leaving California and moving in with my then girlfriend, fiance, who became my wife in Arizona, and she didn't smoke. So I quit smoking. I smoked a cigarette an hour before she got there, put it out. She showed up with the moving truck. We loaded all my stuff up, and I didn't smoke from that point on, but it was hard. I ended up going to 
uh, I tried the patch and my body the chemistry wouldn't allow the patch to stay on my body. So I would sweat it off all the time. So mm-hmm. I wasn't getting any nicotine. Uh, so then I went to the gum and the gum was just burning my mouth. So I stopped that. Uh, so I had to go to outside like of the country. Yeah. It tastes like shit. I had to go out of the country to get to, uh, uh, Mexico to get what was banned in the United States because you actually can quit smoking if you use this product. Uh, and all it was was one of those little extenders that they used to put the filter for cigarettes. Yep. Only this one uh, turned and opened in the middle. And you put this little teeny capsule in there that was a plastic with aluminum it foil on the top the, of the bottom. It made the cigarette taste teeny... like shit. No, it so had, no, you... no, no. This had a little teeny piece of cotton in there. And in that cotton was nicotine. So you put this little thing in there and clicked on it. You never even put a cigarette in there. And you just took a hit off of that, and you were getting nicotine with air. Okay? Perfect. No Without taste, no smell, no nothing. You could kind of get a flavor. Sometimes you go, yeah, there's nicotine in there. I can taste it on my tongue. But, but you got the nicotine nerves. fixed. Nerves, right. So I would carry one of those around, and every time you take a hit off of it, you, until you take a hit, you can tell there's no nicotine in it. Then you open it up, throw away the little canister, put a new one in there. And when you closed it and went click, it jab the two aluminum foil and allow the air to pass through. So I, I used that. It took me about a month. Uh, and then I would have it in my pocket and I would only take a, a hit when I really couldn't stop the, the craving. Then I would take one hit off of it. And over time, you know, you fight the cravings and they go further and further apart. And then, because uh, it only lasts for five minutes. So when you have a craving, how the psychological thing works in your brain is when you wake up in the morning, depending on, on you set the precedent uh, when you the first cigarette you have after waking up sets the precedent of how many cigarettes you're going to smoke in that day. So if you sure. wake up and you don't smoke a cigarette for an hour, you will own your craving starts. Then you smoke the cigarette. You know, one hour later, you'll get a craving for another cigarette. If you have one sooner, it's because you smoke more often or you got up and had a cigarette right after you woke up. Basically, 20 minutes I, after I you grab, woke up, I grab a cigarette uh, and coffee. Um, right. Maybe I'll get the coffee before the cigarette, but most likely it's cigarette first. Right. Um, and that's what I did. I would wake up. I'd go in, take a piss. I'd walk outside and smoke a cigarette. Then I'd go and get coffee and then I would go turn on the TV, start the news and start getting ready to go to work. And then I would get in the car and I would smoke a cigarette while the car was warming up. If it was winter, if it wasn't, oh, yeah. I would light a cigarette and drive off because it my was car is my perfect space. So if yeah. I'm in the car, I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Why? Because so, it's inducing. So, when so you I, get I'm, the craving, I'm smoking a pack and a half now, and and it, that's where I kind of hovered right at about a pack, got, pack and a half. Yeah. I got back. I got down to one cigarette a day. The worst I had was two packs a day when I was building machinery, and I could smoke a cigarette while I was fucking working. And working, so I, yeah, that caused you to smoke more. And everybody around you does the same thing. We're all chimneys, exactly. Right? And yeah. So everybody's. Well, when I was working in in construction and maintenance, we're outside, so we're out there digging yeah. for them. Freaking cigarette! Everything we did, we had a cigarette in our mouth, unless it was gas. <laughs> yeah, true, you know what I mean? true. So, so the, the craving um, only lasts five minutes, right? True. So uh, we're at two and a half hours, uh, Leo and yep. Aaron and Norma done split. Yeah, they already left. Pick this up next week? Or yeah, yeah, no, I'll pop in on yours on, on Friday. How's that? Yeah, you know what? Why don't you do that? Come on Friday and we'll play on Friday and we can talk more. I was we'll I was thinking at, at six o'clock to end it too, but then our conversation was kind of cool, so I let it go. And then at six thirty, I went. I should get off here, but then then we were still kind of going, and I was like, I and I'm so I'm glad you. Called but we were because, you and I yeah. feed off each other, Leo. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> you know, we we can talk for twelve hours straight. I've, I've put you on four hour podcast before. Right? You hadn't done that in a while. 
I yeah. push you beyond your limits. I, I know right? he can. Yeah, so, yeah, two hours and 37 minutes, that's that's pushing it for me anyways. I've already that's, I that's, noticed that's I was getting uncomfortable. I'm moving around over here. I'm, I'm no, moving, but, uh, your mom and everything else. <laughs> and I'm drinking like a fish, so I also need to, to go uh, drain the main drain. Um, yeah, going to train some things. All right. So, guys, uh, share this out. Share this out. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is Skull Island. I will be back on Friday uh, at 4 p.m. West Coast America Perfect. time with Orion Rising. And we'll have Miguel come on, uh, Michael come on, and we'll uh, we'll continue uh, with the theme uh, and, and continue we'll rolling continue with this on Friday, into the weekend. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. Uh, so, guys, have a great night, right? Uh, we love you guys. Remember, uh, you know, we'll be back live with uh, episode 50. Ash Wednesday, find something Wednesday. to give up. Right. Yeah. And today's Ash Wednesday, which is the first day of Lent. Find something that you uh, want to release from yourself as a, as a show of faith to, to uh, you know, giving up something as a sacrifice to the one true creator and stick with it to show I can go, I can make, I can make it through Lent without a bag of chips. I can exactly. make it through Lent without it's something, something simple that, that you, you know, you can even, uh, it, it needs to be something that you got to have a little bit of bite from, right? So that you remember it. So it can't be like, oh, I never, um, you know, I don't water the lawn, so I'm not going to water the lawn. You already don't do that. So it's got to be something that makes you actually have to have a little bit of faith, right? All right, guys, you guys have a great night. Uh, and I'll see you on Friday. Like I said, share this out, share this out, share this out, right? All right, peace. Have a great night.